this is Danny Trejo, a.k.a. Machete, and he don't text, and he don't listen to the skeleton crew either. You're listening to the Skeleton Crew exclusively on Harbit.com and the Horrorphilia Podcast Network. All right, all you Skeleton Crew, thrill me, you sons of bitches. It's the Skeleton Crew, and we are back. Show number 67. It is the I Know What You Did Last Summer Retrospective. Yeah. It's the end of summer, guys. The last day of summer is upon us. It's over. It was it was all right. It wasn't that great. I had a lot of pool time, a lot of, uh, a lot of beers and stuff like that. Wait, your summer wasn't great, dude? I thought you had a kick-ass one. Yeah, but now look... I... There were so many days that the weather wasn't good enough for the pool and stuff, dude. Yeah. And I, I, I did go to the beach a couple times. Eh, it was all right. <laughs> I got laid a couple times. That's cool. How was your summer, Jamie, overall? Um, I worked. <laughs> yeah, that's my whole thing, dude. It's just fucking working, working, working. That's why it goes by so goddamn quick. Yeah, how come our lives aren't exciting? Like, we, like, hit people with cars and throw them in water and get attacked by fishermen like how come all we do is work i'd rather do that stuff <laughs> I, I, I mow lawns and shit like there's nothing exciting about that yeah i'd rather like go to an island in the middle of nowhere in a storm <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard we can uh, call into a radio station and get tickets for something like that yeah you don't even have to get it right in the <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let's go for it yeah. yeah, no, summer was okay though. It, it, it was uh, it was a good summer for horror movies. Mm-hmm. Right, Jamie. Yeah, you saw Insidious too. What did you? Uh, how would you? What's your overall view on that? I dug it. I thought it was really cool. Uh, Juan did an excellent job of blending the sequel with the original. You could easily believe they were filmed at the same time, and oh yeah, um. Yeah, I mean, you just wouldn't, uh, you just wouldn't know. I mean, it just picks up and goes, and so it's really like one big movie. Now, the tone of this one is different from the first one. This one didn't scare me. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, it had its moments, but you know what the first one did. I mean, I, I still haven't recovered from that. <laughs> You're right. But was this, this one, one crazy? I heard it was really weird. Yeah, it's like pretty, not. Yeah. It's fun though. Like I really dug it, and so many things it's so weird because you watch this part and your view of the original one will completely change because you learn things that you did not know from the first movie and um so then you have to then go back in your mind and plug those in and your your view of that one will be totally different I, it just kind of like hatchet three yeah it's, uh, well, here's the thing, Jamie. <laughs> Why does everyone keep throwing these in my face? <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. I don't understand how you're... That's what she said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, did you ever give a girl a Spider-Man? <laughs> What's that? Uh, you, you 
do your you finish into your into your hand and then you fling it like Spider Man into, <laughs> into her face. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, Jamie, you know Jamie started that. All right. No, I've never done that. I, would, <laughs> I have never, I have never flung it in someone's face. No. Did your balls hurt when you were done? <laughs> anyway, Jamie, for taking us off track. Um, oh, my my innocent question was going to be, how is it like one big movie? Isn't the, like everybody, including the kid, which would really show five years older than the last time? You don't really, you oh, yeah. don't really know. I mean, it doesn't really, it doesn't. You don't know. know. I mean, You're looking you don't know at him, I mean, obviously, the baby is the the different is. Yeah, the baby's driving now. I mean, that would be a hint. <laughs> but fucking <laughs> drinking booze doesn't. You don't notice. I don't know if they used the same kids. Did they use? The, I know they used the same everyone else. What? The same kids. I don't remember. The thing is, I don't remember when I was watching this one. I didn't. Re- I couldn't remember what the other kids looked like, and it didn't matter. But the kids on the face of the cover, though. Yeah, I know, but right. Um, and picturing that kid, then no, they didn't use the same kid. Oh, really? Okay. Well, they probably yeah, different. I actor. really I can't say for sure because I just didn't notice because I just didn't care. Like I don't pay attention to the kids. So, um, the well, what <laughs> else are you watching though? In this, well, because in this one, it doesn't really matter. The, <laughs> it doesn't matter that the whole thing's not about the kid. It's not focused on the kid in oh, right. this one, um, so you're you don't even. I mean, your mind is all over, and but it's really cool. I just I really liked it. I really really liked it, and cool. uh, there has already been a third greenlit, and oh, I am Jesus. I am a okay with that. Some people may have problems with where the end of the second one will lead into the third one. I am not really? one of those people. <laughs> I I look forward to it. So I will well, see. Dave Z from Banana Laser said um, Juan should have quit horror after Conjuring. Oh, no. No? No. no. Absolutely not. I, did, I don't want him to quit. Well, he did quit, so who's going to direct the next one? Well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying is that the the – direction that it's going in and some people may have a problem with i'm curious to see where it goes i may not like it when we get there mm-hmm. but i am definitely right. looking forward to seeing it i'm i'm excited about it and they could fuck it up you know it happens but no, uh, not Jamie, <laughs> would that imply that the ending is kind of like the first one where um it ends kind of like on on um uh, one like one of those notes, and then they go, they cut straight to the credits because that's a great ending. Is it kind of yeah. like that? Is that the setup? Yeah, you get yeah. Same thing. Okay, yeah, you get a you get a reaction to something, and then it's over. So is the ending really ambiguous? Yes, in a way, well, in a way, yeah. in a, yeah, I would say it is. And in, in... <laughs> is it really ominous? It could be. That's the thing is you don't really know. You don't really know what is on the other end of that reaction. Oh, okay. So it, it could go in an ominous direction. It could go in a comedic <laughs> direction. Do you remember the two guys, the the Geek Squad from the first one? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's a fucking. Uh, yes. Yeah, they were in the Conjuring. Yeah. Uh, so they play a huge part here, and really? retard. And so if it continues, hey retard, find my ghost. 
them. I mean, it could easily go in a Ghostbusters direction. You know, I can totally see that. A retarded bankman. If it would do that, if it did that, I don't think I would like it. But I'm just saying that is a that could easily head in that direction. So yeah. you know, it, it, you got to be wary. But I'm looking forward to it still. I don't know. Well, and and don't forget that one guy that um one of Lynn Shay's boys there um. He's in Saw. He's in the original Saw. He's the other guy. So he's a fucking great actor. So I'm curious to see where that goes. Now, that leads me to my I love that Juan uses the same people over and over again, you know, much like, well, a lot of directors do that. Rob Zombie. Everybody does that, dude. Scorsese, everybody. Adam Green. Actually uses the same people in different characters. Steven Spielberg, everybody does. Yeah, everyone does it, and I love that. I love yeah. that when you yeah. because then you develop a relationship. The, you know, the director and the actors develop a relationship, and then you develop a, a relationship with them uh, based on what they put out, and it feels very comfortable. So I always enjoy that, and I love that he does that, and um, it's almost like a troupe. John Crappender does that. <laughs> Did you like what happened with uh, Lin Shay's character? Don't don't tell me what happened, but did, how did you how did that play out? Did you were you it happy was, with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. Well, I guess uh, that's a little that's our little mini review of Insidious Two. So that's to kick off our. I know you did last summer. Do you guys have any stories really quick before we get into the review of each movie itself? Do you guys have any, uh, Dan, you like Scream, and of course that started, you know, everybody says it started a wave of all these Mm. teen, uh, pretty polished horror movies in the 90s, late 90s, but, I mean, a wave? I mean, let's, okay, you got Scream, I know you did last summer, Halloween, H2O, and, um... Urban Legends. Urban Legend. And what else is there besides that? Well, all the sequels, too. So Scream 2 came so out So that's then. it, the sequels, then. Okay. And then I still... Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, there was a... But there were a lot more, too. Um, well, there were, yeah, things like, um... Uh... <laughs> what is that? Dead, oh, Dead Souls. When did that come out? Was that early? That was probably, like, early 2000s. Deadpool? Dead Souls. Oh, Dead Souls. And that was a Pretty Boy movie, too? It was, um... Pretty what, movie. It was, <laughs> <laughs> What is her name? It was, and his name. There, yes, but... Jamie, who was the killer in Urban Legend? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Come on, you have ten seconds. Rebecca Gayhart. <gasps> yeah! So you would have won. I knew the answer. I just couldn't think of her fucking name. Yeah, but never was... mind. With, with Dan keeping score, you wouldn't have won anyway. <laughs> <laughs> True. Very true. That was classic. Well, we change the point value. <laughs> Don't fuck with us if we got our fucking hands on a game show, dude. <laughs> it's not going to be fair. It's just going to be fucking total. Fucking yeah, well, character. you didn't save me during the last one, so. Between Dan adding the score and me changing the way the score. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> O'Doyle rules. <laughs> We had T-ball rules in that game. Yeah, right. that's what Jason Lloyd said. It's like children trying to play soccer for the first time. That's all right, like- we're all winners here, kids. So this is worth ten thousand points. <laughs> that's that. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. History. Um, I don't specifically recall watching these movies when I was, uh, you know, seventeen and stuff like that. I, I did, mm. but it didn't have a huge impact. 
it was big for for our little crowd. It was back then. huge, dude. This because was fucking huge. But I had no friends, so. Well, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> well, when Scream, <laughs> I mean, when Scream came out, it was such a huge boost, and and yeah. everyone was so excited to see something like that in the theater again, right. back where it fucking belongs. And it was just everyone was hyped. It was exciting. There were people were doing like, um, Tim Curry. They were doing Tim Curry. Yeah. Oh, Rocky Horror. Like oh, they yeah. were having they were having screenings of Scream, like Rocky Horror, and people were you know doing the lines, and I mean it was just of Coke. <laughs> Probably. Um, what? So then when when this one came out, doing the lines when they were watching it. <laughs> when they, they I went were screaming the other night, dude, it was fucking awesome. They were quoting along with the movie. Shut up. And then, <laughs> and then when this came out, uh, it was that you would, you got those immediate groans though of people who were like, ah, you know, who were just assumed that it was taking it, you know, taking right. the or the steam from right. Scream and and just being pushed by that momentum. And you know, there were you know there were TV stars in it. It was written by Kevin Williamson. It it yeah. it really isn't surprising that people had that or that some people had that reaction. I, on the other hand, was still excited. Like yeah. I still wanted to see this stuff in the theater. And so we went and I really dug it. I did. Um I was like, you know, I was still I was still riding off the high of Scream and right. um, like I never did any of the screenings or anything like that. I wasn't that crazy about it. I just watched it about 150 times. Mm -hmm. But um this was still kind of fresh. You know, it was still exciting to see, you know, them using the people that they were I don't know, it just fucking fit. <laughs> you know, it, it fit. This is right on the this is right before the Dawson's Creek age. So um Yeah, I'm just glad Michelle Williams wasn't in it. Yeah, but um, I like her now. Back then, I did not. I she's did not like her on Creek. You know, I don't like. You know when I don't like her. I don't um, like her either. But she's great. She was really great in my weekend with Marilyn or whatever that was. That was really good. She like embodied Marilyn Monroe, man. That was unbelievable. But um, even look at her and shut her fucking island, dude. She plays a nutcase in that, dude. And that's that was fucked up, dude. But yeah, dude, this movie was huge when it came out. And for me, it was really fucking big. Now, my my opinion on the movie itself has changed over the years, um, but it's still got that nostalgic stuck to it. So, you know, I'll get into that later when we when we review the first one and stuff like that. But I really do. Uh, the I, 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 I me and this movie, we go back, dude. We go way fucking back. And, and I remember seeing it in the theater, dude. And it was fucking huge, and I and I loved it then, and and everybody was riding this movie for a while, um, riding the dick and riding it in a bad way too, because you know, like you said, it was getting a lot of shit because it was riding screams, coattails, and shit like that. But that's what Hollywood does, dude. They fucking get something good and and scream. You know how everybody says, "Oh, scream revitalized" or whatever, whatever. Well. It, it did exactly that, but this is part of that revitalization. Like right. this is I mean, part of that. You, you have it's they're really necessary, whether you like them or not. Exactly. Uh, you you have to have them because they're a transition. You, you're, they're going to feed off uh, what was the big thing, and then you know branch out because we also got Urban Legend. Mm -hmm. um, well, this is ninety seven. Screams what ninety six? 
Scream was 96, yeah. yeah. So this was cranked out right away. Right. And, right. well, and if you recall, the Scream sequel was right right there, too. Right after. So the thing right is, we, we were having this shoved down our throats because then yep. right after that was I Know What You Did. I still know. You know <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the island, yeah. And then, you know, more Scream and then the urban legend was thrown in there and, you know, that's various others. Well, Blair Witch 2, when was that? Oh, no, because Blair oh. Witch was 99, so oh, that was way later. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but even even in 1999, 2000, they were still, you know, and we talk about Scream all the time of how, you know, we give it so much credit. Well, this is what we're giving it credit for, though. Like, it, it <laughs> well, not this totally. Saying, I, think that, I think that these, like I said, I think these were necessary. They then went on to two better things. However, oh. in the beginning, I was still enjoying this. I even enjoyed Urban Legend at the time. I mean – Actually, I don't hate it now because I liked it then, you know, so I yeah. like it when I, I like watching it now. Oh, fucking – oh, the Hand movie. What was – oh, Idle Hands. Idle Hands, um, dude. That which is my jam. I, Which I love. I love that I movie. love that. You know, so there were – oh, and then we've got the Final Destination that were starting. Well, that's right. The fi- yeah, yeah, but those weren't can... really like a bunch of famous people in a movie though. Well, there were – well, um, it was just – What's her face had already done Dark Angel before Idle Hands. Everyone knew her. Oh yeah, her. Yeah, but not the other one. But here's another one. I'll I'll give you two more that you probably never, well, probably thought of, but not right now. Um, the Faculty. Faculty, yeah. That's yep. one. Josh Hartnett is a, uh, you know, the good-looking guy, and you have I love well, that John too. John Stewart. Oh, dude, he was so creepy in that movie. The Kid in the Maniac remake. Elijah Wood, Wood? Yeah, yeah, man. Then you got the hot girl from Fast and Furious. Oh, Jordana Brewster, yeah, in the Texas Chainsaw. Uh, yeah. Movie. Everybody seems to forget about <laughs> Yeah. Don't really forget it, just don't like it. You know, you're just scared not to <laughs> remember. There's one last one. <laughs> this one tried really hard, and it's Kevin Williamson all over the place, man, and you'll know why. This tried to be that. I think it got theatrical. I did... It's funny. I rented this with the faculty, and they were both on one VHS tape. I, I copied them both on the same tape. Teaching Mrs. Tingle. No. It's called... <laughs> that wasn't a guess. I was just remembering. <laughs> it's called Disturbing Behavior. Oh, oh fuck yeah, with Katie yeah. Holmes. Yeah. And um, I, I actually, I really love that movie with those those nasty blue ribbons. That's <laughs> Yeah, right. That's a lot of fucking fun. Yeah. I, that, those were my two – like when I was – I was really into horror like as a teenager, but I never – oddly enough, man, it's so weird. I never grabbed on to the Jason Freddie Michael thing until like years later. In the 90s though, I still got into horror even though I had a departure from the classic that we're going to do in October. And it was those those movies. It was like The Faculty and Disturbing Behavior and like just like random weird 90s movies. Um, the you know what movie I watched like seven times in my teens? Freaking House on Haunted Hill remake. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Those um... I didn't like. I didn't like the House on Haunted Hill remake. I didn't like Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah, oh I hated that God, one. That was stupid. Thirteen Ghosts, dude. Um, but I thought, and which was a shame because when I was yeah. reading Fangoria back then, I was really excited after seeing the pictures that they released of the different ghosts. Yeah. So I thought, oh, this is going to be so awesome. But then it just wasn't. And so, damn. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and that hot chick was in it, too, and it wasn't awesome. 
So not every one of them was a hit, particularly. I mean, they get a little spotty, particularly in the sequels. But right. I think when they back then when they were branching off into or attempting to be original, there was some really interesting stuff. And now I I really believe they'd probably get a little bit more respect if they weren't as shiny as they are. I get no respect. You know, I think that if you take out the famous people, make it a little more gritty, give people, you know, that whole feel, then they would probably be pretty respectable. But because they are packaged the way they are, so shiny and pretty. Yeah, but that's where it went after, though. That's points all right. I mean, because think about the 2000s on, though. You know, Eli Roth got in the game and then Saw and then, um, uh, you know, like even American Psycho. And it got really dark, like, after that. And, oh, and yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I don't I don't hate it. I know exactly what you mean, though. Definitely squeaky clean and, and a little too uh, polished. But for a teenager, though, for me, that was perfect. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't I mean? fault them for it at all. But, I actually I, – I defend them. I mean that's what I'm saying but, is I think if you had roughed them up a little bit, then mm-hmm. people wouldn't bitch about them. But people only bitch right. about them because they look pretty. Yeah. Well, right. it, it was okay for these movies to look pretty back then. That was – you right. know, it was – they were in their time period. They were where they belonged. They were a product of what they were a product of. You cannot change that. But they went on to do darker things, and we got some good stuff from that. So right. um, really, I, I just – this is not a period in horror that I'm ashamed of. No. And I think a lot of people are going to be like bitching and moaning to hear that. But it's not – I'm just not. I really enjoy these movies. Well, here's the thing that's strange about it. Although they were polished and squeaky clean and all pretty people, in a weird way, that is what made the, how do you say, modern teenager relate to it. Because they see their people in these movies or things that they want to see in other movies in a horror movie, and now it becomes relatable because now Freddie Prince Jr. is going through this. Now <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller. Sarah Michelle Geller, Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, you know, like all these hot people. Like Nev Campbell's not really sexy or anything. She's just okay looking. She's not hot or there's no sex appeal to her, but she's just I don't know how she fits into this, really. And, and and even a lot of the people, Rose McGowan is not particularly good looking. So it's hard to it's hard to say that, like, it was all models. A lot of people love Nev Campbell, though, for, particularly from, well, Party they already five. knew her from Party of Five, but they loved her from Scream because she had that girl next door right. average chick. She's approachable. You know, she doesn't look like someone you'd be afraid to talk to. Right. She's not going to shoot you down. She's a regular chick. But both girls in this movie that we're going to do in a minute will shoot you down <laughs> because they ain't talking to nobody. Yeah, I don't well, honestly think that Jennifer Love Hewitt looks very good in this movie. I, I've seen her look yeah, but, okay. really, really beautiful right. and yeah. I this isn't it. Like even the parts where she's supposed to, like before oh, all the shit goes so? down. Where they take her makeup off, yeah. Um, oh, she's talking but about Sarah Michelle Geller, however, is just really gorgeous in this. I think. Well, not after they cut her hair, but we'll get into that. Even then, I think <laughs> no, she pulls kidding. it off. You it's know, a joke. It's a shame that it's a shame right. that Bridget Wilson is shoved so far into the background, though, because I've always been a right. fan of hers, and yeah. she just gets that whole bitchy, horn rim glasses sister thing going on, which is kind of sad. <laughs> 
Her and Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar have some of the worst dialogue, too. We'll get into that in a little bit uh, during the party scene. But um, don't you think, though, that that squeaky clean image? OK, first of all, it's not attributed to, to everybody's looks because you're right about Nev Campbell. You start citing examples and it's kind of half and half. They do have pretty faces. Right. Okay. But they've been doing that. They've been doing that forever, though. But I think the, the other half of it, yes, they get the pretty faces, but they they automatically equate that with the teen um, drama type of thing, like the Dawson's Creek and and the fucking what else? Uh, like I don't want to say Charmed, but you know, like stupid, like you know, lighthearted teen drama shit. And they, oh. they incorporated that into the um, into the horror movies. Uh, the craft. The craft, that's another example. Yeah. So I think that squeaky clean image, I know exactly what you guys are saying, but I think it comes from a different, couple different places, which overall at that time was, you know, pretty faces and teen drama. And that's all they did. They took those teen dramas and Kevin Williamson took his fucking Dawson's Creek character writing and he basically put it into a horror movie and it fucking worked. And, and that's what I loved about these movies. But that squeaky clean image, too, that we talked about, and I know you said you didn't think that she looked great even in the beginning, Jamie, but I think this movie's fucked up. Like, it's pretty dark. Like, it's not like, oh, this movie's dark, but it, it's depressing. Like, we talked about this before. This is a depressing-ass movie, and it's just kind of like, you know what I'm saying? It's just a little off. It's not, like, fun, like, scream. It's like... yeah. The, these chicks uh, look like shit, and then, you know, Ryan Phillippe is a fucking, well, he w- was always a drunk, but, you know, he's completely off of the edge, and, and everybody's all fucked up from it, so I think that's why this movie works, too. It's because, yeah, let's take all these fucking, you know, teeny boppers, and then they all come back, and they're all fucked up from it, so that's what I liked about it. It was a little, uh, it was a little dark. Yeah. All right, well, we keep sort of stepping over the line of reviewing so what the hell we might as well just go ahead and do it (laughs) yeah exactly so we might as well just go ahead all right so we'll be right back um check out the trailer for the classic now that's sad because it was still feels new (laughs) to me for some weird reason (laughs) just like the screen (laughs) if i haven't seen it it's new to me yeah like all these old things like since they were the new transition it, it just seems new to me i don't know why but here it is. Here's the trailer for I Know What You Did Last Summer, 1997. So the boy and girl are making out, right? When they hear over the radio that this lunatic killer's escaped from an insane asylum. That's not the way it goes. The boy goes for help, and the girl stays in the car, and she hears this, like, scratching sound. No, he's been decapitated. No, he was gutted with a hook. Pre-law, what's the charge for manslaughter? We make a pact. Right here and now we take the sorry grave. For the last year, four friends have kept a secret. Are you on drugs? No. Well, then what is wrong? I've had a rough year. But not all secrets stay buried. Somebody sent this to me. Oh, my God. Someone knows. I know what you did last summer. Ooh. What they thought would be a new beginning. Toast is becoming a dead end. Somebody tried to kill you last night. We have to go to the police. If you want to be dead, he could have done it. And the mistake they made. It was an accident. There was no accident. It was murder. What if he's still alive? Hey! What are you doing here? Is coming back to haunt them. Oh, my gosh. He's after me, too. I got a letter. I got run over. Helen gets her hair chopped off. Ah! 
Julie gets a body in a trunk and you get a letter? That's balanced. He's waiting for us to unravel. <laughs> the wait is over. What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? Last summer. <gasps> I know what you did last summer. Not, and it's not, I know what you did. It's you, but <laughs> I talk like a Jersey retard. <laughs> I know what you did, you retard. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hit that dude with your car, you fucking douche. I know what you did last summer. You went down the shore, you got drunk, you banged your girlfriend, and you hit a dude. <laughs> oh, I gotta talk about the girlfriend soon, man. There's, there's some, like, uh... There's some dynamics in this movie that are depressing as shit. <laughs> I know what you did last summer, 1997. It rates 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb, and it stars Jennifer Love Hewitt as Julie James, Sarah Michelle Gellar as Helen Shivers, Ryan Felipe as Barry <laughs> William Cox. They had to add the Cox. I was hoping in there. you would say that name like that. Um, Freddie Prinze Jr. as Roy Ray Bronson, Bridget Wilson Sampras as Elsa Shivers, Anne Hache as the sister of Max. Oh no, sister of um <laughs> the guy who died. Well, I forgot his name. Who gives a fuck? All right, David Egan. Egan, yeah. Um, so the 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 synopsis is very simple. It's four teens are in great danger one year after their their car hits a stranger whose body they dumped in the sea. I just definitely want to start out by saying this movie right away. Uh, It has its ups and downs, but not I'll say not too many downs, but I think it has amazing atmosphere, man. When they film that water and it hits the mountain with that curvy road and shit, dude, that is like... That's like horror heaven to me. I think the only problem I have with this almost the whole movie throughout is that it's very dark. And I wonder if a Blu-ray treatment would help that. Uh, I wouldn't know, but I've I've actually heard it's uh, it's it's better on. Well, see, here's the thing with this. You're right. It's very dark. It is. But um, it, what do you think about the opening scene? Oh, I just want. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to get away from the the transfer or whatever. But the first scene, dude. When when the dude's sitting on the fucking uh, you know oh, they, they get the, the the yeah the opening title sequence I guess is 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 the camera going over water or whatever yeah it's amazing and, and even then it's dark just going over the water it's, it's so clearly, dark though yeah yeah but like so dude oh man that to me set the fucking tone for the whole movie like that one scene and it wasn't anything like oh this is brilliant but you know it is brilliant i think it was shot brilliantly but it wasn't like it was just like oh my god this fucking beginning to this was crazy it's a dude sitting on a thing but even though uh what is it a typo negative the fucking song in the beginning it's kind of a weird song and and that dude has a weird voice to begin with but i just love everything about that the opening of this movie i love it i loved it the first time when it was lost boys but um, <laughs> oh, snap, you're right. You stole the intro. But right. 
Um, well, Lost Boys opens just like this one does. You know, with yeah, good point. Flying over <laughs> ocean, and oh, it's but it's beautiful. I mean, well, in yeah. Blair Witch Two, did it over the woods, you know, and a lot of a lot of movies have done that, and it's because Evil it's Dead beautiful. did it. It's pretty to look at. And so you can't really blame them. The addition of typo negative to me is just a plus. I love typo negative. I, and uh, it's, it's um, I don't know. It it brings a certain hmm, feel right away and sort of puts me into a frame of mind, just like with uh, like an. What is wrong with me tonight? I don't know. <laughs> Your brain is just pausing every. every it time. is. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> but so we anyway, we have that, and but the first thing that I'm thinking of when I see it, unfortunately, is oh wow, I loved this in Lost Boys. <laughs> See, I'm glad I'm so dumb. That doesn't even like reference into my mind. It's just it did. ignorance is bliss. It didn't for me until Sammy said it. You're absolutely right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I dude, I loved um, I loved the song and all the music in this movie. But I, I, this was a stage of my life where I would fucking buy any soundtrack to a movie that I really dug. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I I got this one though, and this one's a fu- it was pretty fucking solid, dude. This is a pretty good soundtrack. Now it's got some lame shit too, yes, obviously. But um but yeah, there's some good fucking tunes on this. But that's just another fucking little nostalgic thing. I still think I have the C D laying around. And then in back. I think it actually after the whole thing with the kids sitting on the ledge and obviously I mean, I don't know if it's obvious. Oh, how about this guy's here's something I you know I just saw this today. Because I haven't watched this movie in like ten years, probably. Wow, really? Yeah, I don't know. Like, and th- and that's all I was saying in the beginning when I said that um, I saw it, but I don't really have any huge memory of it. It's it's one of those movies that every time I watch it, I think it's really good, mm-hmm. but I don't have that. I'm not compelled to watch again, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But it does have rewatch value. It just I. I just I'm not like I don't want to watch it again. I don't know why. Yeah, no, yeah, that makes sense though. It's a depressing movie. Like, yeah, well, so I I watched it today though, dude. Yeah. And here's the thing: maybe you two can answer this. Okay. So this dude's sitting on the ledge, right? Right. David Egan. Yep. And he's depressed because his girlfriend was killed a year ago in an accident, and they blamed him mm-hmm. because he was. I think he was getting a blowjob when he was driving, and then he hit a, a wall or something, and she broke her neck on the steering wheel. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. So. I think that was your prom night, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they said, well, the town blamed him because they said he should have came faster and then that would have never happened. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the weird thing about it. But. Yeah, because usually, you know, they're not going to rush you. Yeah, usually they're not rushing you, but he, he was enjoying it. And I don't know, maybe he was a little drunk, but whatever. So, you know, sometimes when a girl's doing that to me, I start thinking about football so I could last longer. But I guess that's what I don't know what he was doing though. But so he's sitting and on it the ledge. Fires every time, doesn't it? <laughs> Start thinking about the cheerleaders. Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so he's sitting on the ledge, and you see this rustling in a bush a couple ledges over. Now, 
what is that? Now, like now that we see that it was nothing, what was it? What do you mean? What was it? I don't know. It was fucking Ben Willis staring at the kid. Dude, he killed him. Did he? Yes. I thought he committed suicide. No, well, dude. No, she thought he committed suicide. That's yeah. why she hit the note. That because was she bad, thought that dude. was suicide note from him, but it turns out no, it was a note from Ben Willis. You see, that's what I was saying. And that's That's why, what happened. <laughs> dude, when and when So I was right. After yeah. he killed him, he was on his way back to fucking, you know, go, you know, fucking chill out and smoke oh. or something. <laughs> and they fucking clipped him. I'm a retard, dude. Hey, retard. When, <laughs> I thought it was just bad storytelling <laughs> because when she showed the note, I thought it was like, wait a minute, both these guys have the same handwriting, <laughs> and why would he say that? And uh, wow, and but okay, so the question is, so why did David Egan have that note on him? He he killed him and said, "I know what you did last summer." What does that mean, though? What did he do? Like everybody knows what he did last summer. <laughs> Why would he give him a note? Like, I don't understand that. He, well, what do you mean? He gave him a note because he knew what he did last summer and he was going to kill him. <laughs> right? I mean, so, pretty that simple. That seems to be his M.O. That's his <laughs> you know, like, That's what he does to everybody. Hey, I know what you did, motherfucker. You're dead. I know anyone, you know, you get a note from this guy, you fucking run. Yeah. Also, exactly. apparently there's someone else working with him because I will never believe that he wrote those fucking notes. Yeah, that handwriting doesn't match it the guy's. Not uh, his handwriting. Anything yeah. about him. It is yeah. bullshit. That's all right. Here's the thing. So we're to believe <clears throat> that David Egan got the blowjob and killed this guy's door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> the joke's over. He didn't get a blowjob, but so we're to believe that he killed this guy's daughter. Then this guy wrote him a note. See, this doesn't make any sense. I know what you did last summer to. To a clear accident, and the whole town knows what he did. Why would you specifically say, I know what you did? Like, no shit. Like, and it's like, yeah. wouldn't wouldn't the note be something like, see, that's why it threw me off. Wouldn't it be something like, I'm going to get you for what you did last summer or something like that? Or mm. you're responsible for what happened last summer? Like, I don't understand why David Egan would get that note. So you're saying that he got that note, kept it on his person, then headed over and mourned the loss of his girlfriend in the area she died, I guess. I don't know. Then just happened to get killed. Well, wait, what did his note yeah, specifically I don't even remember. say? Because his did not say, I know what you did last summer. It had to I say something. It said something that led her to believe it was a ransom. I mean, a ransom note. <laughs> a legitimate. <laughs> a, what? What is it? Suicide. She, there was something that led her to believe it was a suicide note. So it must have said – oh, it said uh, – did it say I'll never forget last summer or something like oh, that? Oh, did it? Uh, I have the DVD. <laughs> no, I have it. I could – I might be able to find it. So <clears throat> hopefully I'll try to concentrate as we're talking and I'm skimming through this because I do want to know now, now that it makes no sense. Uh, by the way, did you guys ever read Kurt Cobain's suicide note? It sucked, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I didn't. I it was it. horrible. And it's even worse read by Courtney Love. Oh, God, yeah. And then that, she starts saying, rendition? Oh, You're fuck. an asshole, Kurt. Who cares if blah, blah, blah. Yep. Quit then. I am looking for it now. I really do want to know. Sorry. It's just, I think I'll, 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 I really believe I'll be able to find this fast. 
if you guys could bear with me, otherwise we could just go ahead and then I'll find it while we're talking. Well, and I just want to, uh, okay, so the movie starts off like that, and, and you're right, though, like, I I didn't necessarily get all that from first watch. Um, this is me seeing this many times, and that's how I knew, you know, and, and that's not, like, a hard thing to pick up on, but no offense, Alex, but I, I was the same as you, like, I never put two and two together exactly how everything went down with fucking, so I'm like, wait, I thought it was that guy who killed it, wait, who, it's who? Who the fuck is this guy? So, uh, but after, you know, you see it a few times and you realize what's what, it, it's a pretty damn good story, dude. I mean, it's a, it's a nice little twist. It's not like, holy shit, it's this guy. Like, no, it's nothing like that. But from the beginning, you know, like you said, that, that beginning scene, um, that's one of those things where, yeah, you watch it, but you don't really understand the significance of it until later on in the movie. And then you're like, oh, that's that dude from the beginning, blah, 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 blah. A, a plot piece or or whatever but um and he's only in it for a minute but i just love how everything from like we said from the f- first frame of the movie going over fucking the music too and that was kind of creepy too the music that they had going and it wasn't anything crazy but then boom fucking you're writing a summer movie with the fucking fireworks too and uh yeah man this movie just fucking right off the bat just awesome from the start but you know it did we'll get to the parts where it dipped down too but uh yeah uh right right out of the gate this movie's fucking awesome yeah. Uh, well, okay, you know what? Sorry, guys, just found it. Okay, she's pulling it out right now. Here we go. <laughs> man, Trevor Love Hewitt's hot, man. So fun. I will never forget last summer. Bam! Oh, snap. Well, huh. I will never forget last summer. Yeah, I guess. I guess it works. I don't know. No, that that definitely of works. Worked. You said, you know, you look what you did. I won't look forget. what you did, you little jerk. Look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and that's the thing, though. Like that changes the whole thing that we were just talking about because that doesn't imply that anything except for he's feeling guilty, and then right. fucking little Benny over here is going to make him pay for it with his hook, you know. All right. Well, so the movie starts off with a beauty contest and. Um, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar is the winner and all that. Uh, so here's the obvious question right <laughs> hey, off the Buffy, yeah, that's my girlfriend. Yeah, that's my <laughs> girlfriend too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so hard. Movie, it's so hard to watch this movie oh, sometimes. Dude, every time, all I see is Cliff O'Malley. I keep getting flashbacks. Oh, yeah, especially in the locker room, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I Every time he goes to grab that whatever's in his locker, I think it's going to be a little penis. My name is Cliff brother of joe i got me some crack i want me some hope let me hear you say yeah yeah let me hear you say yeah yeah nobody gets that if they don't even know what we're talking about guys go rent dead man on campus <laughs> who the fuck are you fucking cut load up. oh it's funny you should say that because i was going to bring up dead man's curve which is the dark serious version Ooh. of dead man on campus basically. yes really Matthew Willard, too, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yep. Again, writing off the scream steam. Yep. Yep. Oh, I just, I think I just invented a phrase. Oh, shit. Jamie Jaggers with the scream steam. Oh, everyone's going to be saying that for the next five years. Jamie Jaggers with the scream dream team. Yes, because Sorry. people frequently pick up things I say and repeat them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, they always, they all picked up, shut up, Alex. 
<laughs> no, I think they just found their way to that one on their own. <laughs> Thank you, Jane. <laughs> By the grace of God. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they listen to me for so many hours and don't say that. Okay, so the obvious question here, and I guess only Dan can answer this, but Jamie can appreciate the beauty too, so I'll let her answer, or I'll ask her too. Um, who is hotter, Sarah Michelle Gellar or Jennifer Love Hewitt? I already answered it. Uh, well, in this movie, but you can do overall, though. Oh, okay. Oh, it's the dude. Same. That, <laughs> see, I never, you know what's funny? I never thought about that, but that may well be the, the hardest question ever. Hmm. Um, cause, dude, and that's another thing. Um, you talk about fucking all these, uh, pretty faces or whatever. Don't forget, dude, Sarah Michelle Geller's fucking Buffy, dude, you know? So when I see Buffy and 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 see her in this movie too, I put hand so and I I always fucking love that show. Fell in love with her on it. I think she's fucking got one of the nicest asses ever. But then again, you look at Jennifer. Oh my God, it's a tough question. I'd say Jennifer Love. Hewitt. If you say Jennifer, I mean, if you are talking like Jennifer Love Hewitt can't hardly wait. Jennifer That's Love Hewitt, hot though. Then she's yeah. gonna win. You know what? You're right. But- you're right. You're right. Okay, in this movie, in this movie, yes, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Well, there's a new movie she's in where she's like a, a prostitute or something. Uh, Sarah uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. She's uh, and they actually turned it into a TV show, and I believe she's still the star. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. I it she check. she works in a massage parlor. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, and she bangs dudes in there, and she's married and stuff. But they had like no money. The husband's like a deadbeat and stuff. Has anybody ever heard anything about um, uh, Arquette? Um, oh, the Ar- one who became a guy or a girl? No, no, Patricia? no. Uh, Patricia. If Has anyone ever heard anything about Patricia being in this movie, like in the background? No. Because when, when I've no. looked it up and I can't find anything about it, I don't, but I can't find who it was for real either. But during the Croker Queen scene, mm-hmm. I, right. I, when I'm looking at the contestant on the far left – I can't it we never get a good enough view of her uh-huh. for me to be certain it's not, but I swear it looks exactly like Patricia Arquette. And really? I'm trying like hell to figure out who it was and I don't know. Like I've never seen because two contestants are listed mm-hmm. but it just says contestant number one, contestant number two. So I assume that those are people who spoke and she was just sort of in the background. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, th- I thought that if that was true, if anybody does know who that is, I would love to know. Well, if anybody doesn't know who she's referring to, it's the star of Ni- uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that was Tuesday night who replaced her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's in, uh, Bad joke. Three Dream Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was just my attempt at a lame joke that I thought would be but, uh, hor- like horror humor. <laughs> But uh, no, it's no humor. <laughs> it's not humor anywhere on the face of this earth. <laughs> okay, so, so um, the dude who is in love with um, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Max, is is that the kid from Roseanne? Yes, Johnny Galecki. Also <laughs> oh, from also from Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Uh, and all the Stridex commercials. Christmas Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what else is it, Jamie? Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah, Rusty! Wow! Shit, Rusty, man! Wow! I never fucking wow! <laughs> he 
He looks completely different from oh when he's in Christmas Vacation. He doesn't look like he would just a little while later be, you know, Roseanne. No. You know what I mean? No, no, he doesn't. And it's weird. He just exudes loser out of every pore. I think he has sort of a laid-back coolness to him in Christmas Vacation that he quickly loses in Roseanne, like the moment he steps on screen and he's never recovered. (laughs) (laughs) So he was a badass kid. I think he peaked. (laughs) I think he's horrible at an early age. I think he sucks. Yeah, he is a bad actor, especially when he was acting all cool. Like, his character made no sense. When, When she walks up to him after they hit the guy, he's acting all cool like, yeah, tch. I could see he has one too many. Uh, that car don't look new anymore. Like he's trying to be cool. Yeah. And it's so f- something's weird. Like I don't know, man. Something's I don't know about that guy. But no, don't, dude, that whole scene is fucked. You're absolutely right, dude. I had a big problem with that scene right off the bat. Like, yeah, he said, you guys have car trouble. Like, shut up, dude. And like, they're clearly trying to fucking cover it up. And and there's this whole fucking thing where it's like, oh shit, dude. Like, you know, uh, you know. Hopefully they don't get caught. Even though you know, like, they just smoked the guy. Like, we still feel for him. Like, I hope they don't get caught. And then we got this asshole to deal with on the other end of the yeah, spectrum. It's always like, like that. This is like, but this is really who they're trying to fucking hide it from. Like this douchebag who's just trying to impress this chick. Like it's just stupid. Well, and do you believe for one moment that anyone driving that close to them would not see what they were doing? Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's such bullshit. He was right there. They're like, oh, he's slowing down. Well, he's. 20 feet away. Of right. course he's slowing down. <laughs> yeah. how, how big do you think this road is? <laughs> it's like they took 20 minutes to move the body from the time they heard him screeching oh, around. I know. And I'm like, you right. got to be. And then he's like, oh, no, here he comes. Like 15 minutes later. Oh, he's on oh, his I way. Yeah. Any minute now. <laughs> She's right because they move his body after he starts driving around the bend. Right. Yeah. And it's like you would obviously see that. Like you you see both Freddie Prince Jr. and this other dude hunched over dragging something to the guardrail and yet you think he's just throwing up. Like right. it's so it's so wrong. Like, I don't know. Yeah. All right, well let's get to the accident. So they're in the car, they left the beach, they're driving, Freddie Prince Jr. sober, and so is uh the other prude, and then they're driving, and Sarah Michelle Gellar is in the back. Ryan Felipe is on, coming out of the moonroof, drinking, drops the bottle on a lap, and distracts Freddie Prince Jr. He hits the fisherman. And um, so here's the big question now. Would you guys, honestly, I'm talking dead honest, not to shock anybody, and I will choose to throw the body in the water because he's already dead, and... Cops, to me, cops is like, that's not the real world. That's people trying to control other people and people who have jobs, to me. It's not, like, necessary to call in uh, a murder or anything like that, to me. Like, if I hit somebody... (laughs) (laughs) They don't need to know. Like, it's it's just, it's it's formality. It has nothing to do with real life. It's just, like, what we created as people. Like, well, you gotta call the cops now. Like, no. It's, this is real life, dude. My life's fucking over if I do that. Now, I hit this guy. He's dead. I didn't mean to do it. I don't deserve any punishment because it was an accident. And this guy dropped the bottle on my lap anyway. So, 
what do you, you really shouldn't be going ruining your life over this he's already dead so i would ju- i would throw him in the water and just Thanks. just go home now it, it do you guys would you do the same thing oh dude i would definitely fucking dump his ass in the ocean and i'll tell you why because this dude's crazy and he just killed somebody karma's a bitch <laughs> yeah but you don't know that though yeah, well, uh, I do now. I've seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, t- seriously, that is a question that I have asked myself every single time I watch this movie. And I wrestle with it because I don't know. Because I think Whoa, my first – in- uh, I didn't. <laughs> she wrestles. <laughs> I didn't um, – my first reaction, my initial reaction is yes to call the authorities because it's the right thing to do. He has family out there. People need to know – What's happened to him? It's just, it's. I, I just think it's wrong to throw someone out and like they never existed. Yes, it may have been an accident. It may have even been his fault. But I, I just, that doesn't mean that he deserves to be treated like garbage. You know? I'm a prom night so, dumpster baby. And we don't know what he's done or what he hasn't done at this yeah, point. Yeah, but Jamie, it's just a human being. Has she? <laughs> However, every time I think about that, then I start thinking, well, look at the car, look at the driver, look at who was really driving, but you can't prove that. However, I do now think that I think you could because yeah. there's no way in hell that Barry's not going to have a huge bruise across his midsection right. from when the accident occurred and he was hanging out the, the roof of the car. You saw him fly forward. Something is going to register there. I really believe they could have proven it, and then they could have done a blood test, and they would have seen that you know right. the driver wasn't actually drunk, and then you know blah blah blah. They bust him for an open container, and maybe okay, so they were fucking around. Then it could be bad, but Barry was fucking around. You know, he was the one that was hanging out of the roof and all this stuff. Okay, so now you're like Barry. Up. You're okay now. You're Barry. What would you do? Well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying is I can't – I've never been able to come to a satisfying conclusion to that question because even if you try to tell the truth, there's nothing – there's nothing – there's just no way to – there's no good way to go. There's there's a hole everywhere you turn. I'd so have I, to come clean, dude. My conscience would eat at me. Like those fish that ate him? Pretty much. In the end, I might end up dumping the body is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> as badly as yes. I want to do something right. Yeah, in that situation, I just might not. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make you a bad person. I don't see why in my life – this might be like my outlaw mentality, but I don't see why I have to answer to anybody. Your outlaw mentality. I don't know. I, I just was never one to follow rules too much. So why do I got to tell you what the fuck I just did? Like who are you? Because <laughs> – who the fuck are you? Because Fucking cat loader. The man has family. The man has people who will be wondering. Send him a Wendy's gift certificate. You know, you, you dump his body and you write an anonymous letter to the police station saying, uh, I saw this guy get hit on the side of the road. I threw him in the in the water. Go do your thing and find him or whatever. And um, I saw this guy get hit, so I threw him in the water. What the hell is that? I hit Why him bother then. dumping the body then? Okay, just- well, then throw him on the side of the rail like, like they already initially did. I just leave him there and just go. You know, like, just leave him there and say he's on the side of the, the yeah, guardrail. Yeah, you can be like, listen, I well, killed him, I dumped him. if they had left him there, then he, <laughs> you know, I mean, he wasn't dead. Well, who cares? But the point is, it's the question of morality. They didn't know that. And the whole thing is, what would you do? It's not about what his, the end result was. Like, so the thing is, 
I would not do it because I don't answer to police. Fuck the police. I don't feel like what I do is really your business. Just because you got a job uh, running around with a gun and pulling people over. It's, it's, it's just not to me. It's not what I think my life should be, end at this point because of that because you got that job. I just don't think it's that important. I totally agree. Fuck the law. And that's that's all it is, is is them adhering to a law or whatever, which a lot of them I don't agree with and shit like that. But yeah, fuck authority, dude. I do the fuck same em. thing because that's – they made quick decisions and, and I, I got to hand it to them because you know, that shit did happen pretty quickly. But they're like, listen, our life will be over. What, you think you're going to make it into fucking law school or whatever the fuck he was doing? And uh, it, it's true. You know, your life is, is over, so you got to make a decision at that point in the game, you know? Yeah, and sorry. My life's more important than a dead person. I'm sorry. There's a billion, there's billions of dead people, and I'm still here, and, and I'm, I'm going to be dead one day, so I'm not wasting it in fucking jail. Sorry. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. So, so Dan says that beyond this point, it's all intense, stuff like that, and then the movie becomes depressing. Uh, you know, there. It's funny. Although it's depressing, there they actually attempt humor in this movie. Like uh, Sarah Michelle or uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt goes home or whatever, and her mom serves her fish, and all she could think of is that this fish might might have shit the guy I threw in the in the ocean. <laughs> is that what you got from that? Yeah, isn't that what you got? <laughs> It's my mind, like, not the same as everyone else's. Not in that instance. Not for my, anyways. Well, I want to, uh, can we can we backtrack back to the accent for a second? Yeah, you're right, because yeah, you want to get to the part where he swears them to shut up, right? No, Barry, don't do it. Stop choking my girlfriend, Barry. Stop it. Oh, my God, what a fucking pussy. Dude. Biggest pussy ever. Dude, did you notice that he plays, like, a retard and a pussy in this movie, both at once? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking pussy retard. Doesn't he talk like he has shit in his mouth like a lot of the scenes? Did you notice that? Because <laughs> I, I played this with headphones on today. Were you talking about Ryan Phillippe? No, Freddie Prince Jr. talked oh, like... Oh, no, I thought Ryan Phillippe did. He was like, we can't into a grave. No, that's the other guy. <laughs> Jamie, I'm telling you, it's the other guy who does that. No, <clears throat> I didn't notice him. I just noticed Ryan Phillippe. Yeah, well, they both do it. Oh my! God. In general, back then, I wouldn't have noticed him anyway. I noticed Ryan Phillippe. <laughs> oh God! Well, he's I not was your never type? a Freddie Prince. No, I was never a Freddie Prince Jr. fan. And mind you, and they... that whole thing they do where she's like, "I understand your pain." I just like, "Oh, gag me, God!" What's the end? So I'll talk about that because well, that reminded me of the beginning sweet... too. Was it the beginning too? It happened. Well, yeah, they say it on the beach. That's why it oh. you know, they do the wraparound thing at the end where it's repeated and it's just as dumb the second time, maybe worse. It's worse because that's <laughs> one of those Sleepaway Camp 3 endings where the the Spanish guy thinks he's going to be hooking up with the white girl again because he banged her in the woods. And then she goes, uh, what, what did she say to him that was like totally depressing? He said, maybe I'll move over there and we'll get married and start a family. She's like, I got a boyfriend. Yeah, right. And he's like, oh. So. Yeah. And then she just leaves. So then at the end of this, you think it's going to be like, he's like, I really miss you, uh, whatever your name is. And she's like, I understand your pain. And it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was a little weird, wasn't it? But then they talk on the phone later and they are back together, I guess. So. Right, exactly. 
And then he goes and he attacks Max. And then Max is a pussy too, dude. After Max gets his ass handed to him, he goes, "Don't fuck, don't test me, motherfucker." Like, <laughs> oh man, no! I, there, there are two great scenes or were uh, great pieces of dialogue in those right next to each other. And when they first go to his house and they're trying to, to convince him that something bad is happening, yeah. And you yeah. know, so then they get into that conversation. He's like, "No, no, you know, who could it fucking be? It's nobody, blah, you know." And then, um. That he starts getting into, last he starts Ooh. getting into an art. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that he's was like, great. He's belittling the whole. Last summer. He's belittling the entire note, and so he gets in. He gets into an argument, sort of, with Julie, and then out of nowhere, <laughs> fucking Helen's like, do, "Do we have to go over this again? It was an accident. The guy was in the middle of the road." And I'm like, "Well, welcome to what's fucking going on. That was a year ago." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's like we just saw it as an audience. We just saw it. We know what happened. Yeah. As people involved, it was a fucking year ago. It doesn't even matter right now. This is we're talking about something new. Try to keep up. Try to keep up. Well, well, well. Then they go to visit. Uh, they go to visit Max at the fish place, and uh, and it's like twenty minutes after he walks out the door. He's like, "Yeah, don't you test me?" And I'm like, "What? He can't even. He's in the car." The guy's already pulling in his driveway and he's saying, Don't test me. He <laughs> I will just fuck you up. You. I'm gonna wait till you I'm gonna wait till you get far enough away where I can still look menacing <laughs> and you can't hear a goddamn thing. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> alone, he's like, Hold me back, hold me back, guy. <laughs> and the guy's like three blocks away. Yeah, keep running. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh god, what an asshole. But um <laughs> Oh, and that's another thing. That's another thing. Oh, yeah, they go to threaten Max, and who do they run into two feet down the dock? Barry. It's a, or not, yeah, yeah, Barry. Who's Barry? Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, like, what is he doing there? And then, dude, he looks like a retard. He's like, yeah, <laughs> I ended up being a fucking fisherman. Like, what was he supposed to be again? You know this is going to be a thing now, too, where everybody's going to start ragging on Freddie Prince. <laughs> he was going to go to New York and sit outside of cafes and, and type into his laptop. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, ambitions, I guess it didn't, you know. Well, she was going to be a lawyer, so I guess he figured he would live off her. She would support him as an artist or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, well, honestly, I don't buy that intellectual bit from him anyway. Bullshit. That he's it, smart? It, yeah, that's not who he is. Oh, yeah. I and mean, that's not who he needs to play because it doesn't work. Well. But at least not in this situation. He may be able to pull it off, but he did not pull it off here is what I'm trying to say. No, he, he acted like a retard, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, but okay, what do you think of the first kill though? So that hook, he the guy kills Max. He hooks him into his chin. I mean, honestly, man, and I'm gonna say this through the whole series, uh, these kills are are not really good. Yeah, like mediocre to. Well, this um, I remember. I still remember seeing this in the theater. But I was thinking about this when I watched it today. Is that uh, when we saw it in the theater? The the crowd just laughed hysterically when when he when <laughs> Harry left. Yeah, I remember going, that. Oh, don't you test me? You know, everyone <laughs> is laughing at this yep. guy. You know, yep. and then all of a sudden you get this, which you know, is fairly brutal. I mean, it's not extremely like crazy graphic, but I mean, if you th- if you try to imagine it, then yeah, in real life, kind it of is brutal. You know, um, I think that that worked really well. It definitely it worked well in the theater setting. Really? Wow. And yeah, really because if you're laughing, you're off, you're taken off guard. You know, it's just like, oh man, this guy is such a putz. Ah, ha, ha. And then all of a sudden, hook comes out of nowhere. 
And, well, and that's the first know, time it, we see the killer, too, and it's a cool right. little shot where it doesn't show the hood or anything. Well, that's the first time him. anything's even happened. I mean, All right, I'm an exactly. asshole. What do you want from me? You know, no oh, one had so been – I mean, that was the first kill. You didn't know what to expect, and then that was the first time we got anything. And, yeah. it was, you know, so it was like, oh, you know, I think the timing was pretty good, and I think it came off pretty well. I thought it was sick, dude. Fucking boom, hook, fucking uppercut, hook, blah. And then it fucking falls right at dude. Well, how come? They, no, well, how come they didn't show the hook coming out of his mouth and, and like good effects, like Tom Savini shit? It's not that. Yeah, it's. I was as you were saying that. I never thought of it like that though. I think of it as a slasher. Yeah, but it's not. It's not overtly bloody or 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 anything. It's not. It's not. Well, their dramatic. hands were tied pretty much back then. The MPAA had a had a choke down on everything, and I don't think I think I just made that phrase up. But they choke down. <laughs> they um they were being really hardcore on gore right then, and you so there wasn't a whole lot that you could get away with, you know, just like in um, eh, well, uh, in in Scream, if you watch the. The, I remember when I first saw the director's cut versus the theatrical cut of Scream, and it was the whole the oh, beginning with it. gutting. To so. me, watching it the way that it was intended to look is nothing. You know, yeah. I don't think it's shocking at all. I don't even. I'm like, okay, you know, right. so we get some more guts, big deal. Right. Um, but they were really like hardcore tying people's hands and so mm-hmm. you got away with what you could get a, get away with you push the envelope as much as you could but when you were trying to present it to this shiny glossy teen crowd you just couldn't get away with a whole lot i mean these aren't right. hardcore horror fans these are teenagers going to a scary movie where they're probably not going to pay a lot of attention anyway so they relied on story rather than gore i guess and they yeah. were supposed well, to they didn't always <laughs> yeah I like this story, though. I think Kevin Williams did a good job with everything. But it's not like all these stories, dude, like all these fucking, you know, teens and then they get into the killer comes in. It's like none of these are like, oh, my God, these are amazing movies. They're just fun. I mean, they're, they're relevant to us because, you know, that they're, they're the movies that we grew up with and shit. But I don't think they're amazing by any means. I think there's a lot of nostalgia, especially with like, you know, like we said, Scream and then this and even the sequel and, and all. All this stuff because it's like they're not great but they're fun man you know and i think they're can... solid though what's that i think they're solid man they are, yeah, they, they are solid they, they really are but sorry check check this out i'm looking at the cover of the dvd yes it says more laughs and chills than scream and that was written by gene wolf of gene wolf's hollywood who the fuck is that <laughs> comparing this to scream you gotta be out of your mind why would it no it's not fu- funnier than scream yeah, it laughs what? and where's the laughs like here's one of the most depressing parts of it man um when jennifer love hewitt and freddie prince jr are fighting man and she's like he said something and she's like there is uh there is no more you and me mm. like dude that is so depressing because I put myself in in his position and Ryan Felipe, who who we really should start calling Barry. But so, um, I have been calling him Barry. (laughs) I know it's just (laughs) me. Can can you imagine like you're banging two dime pieces like that, and then you're (laughs) not allowed to anymore, man? And they're still right there, and it's like, well, come on, we you know we already did it. Let's just, and they don't even want to look at you, like. God, that's depressing, man. Like, that alone sets a depressing tone for me, man. Because, right. like, I mostly just care about sex and stuff. So, 
to me, like that is that's depressing. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree. So we get to the locker room thing that we talked about. We cannot stop doing the day, uh, the flashbacks, a scary movie with the small penis. So <laughs> he says, "I know you did last summer." And then he gets mauled by his own car. That was really good, man. He flew through those boards really good. Um, and then here's another depressing part, though, because right after that. Um, Sarah Michelle Geller and Jennifer Love Hewitt are talking, and Sarah Michelle Geller says, and you you would think it would be the other girl because the way their characters are written. Sarah Michelle Geller says, "I miss you." You know, we used to be really good friends. I really miss you. And then Jennifer Love Hewitt just stares straight ahead and ignores her, and she, and then she just looks down and gets out of the car and goes back to her room, right. like. That's that's depressing as shit, man. It's like so depressing. Right. All the relationships are just fucked by it. Because here's what's depressing. I guess to me, the thing that's really depressing about it is that it's written so depressingly realistic, and it's right. basically it showcases all of my relationships in my twenties, like how I was so <laughs> close with people, and then it just like it. They're just not the same people after you don't talk for a couple months or you go back in a year or whatever it is that's real that's real life yep and it's fucking depressing dude well and i mean the the big part in this too and you're you're absolutely right but you know it's basically like they can't even look at each other because of what they did you know what i mean like they're just so ashamed of themselves and shit like that so it's like this like self loathing fucking thing that just you know it's just like okay this is um this is depressing and even that scene where sarah michelle geller comes home and her father just doesn't even care (laughs) he's just staring straight ahead what's that all about she's like i'm home dad he's like bitch i don't give a fuck dude he's watching baseball and just drinking his beer and just keeps looking straight ahead like what is this yeah right isolation What, what are they trying to convey with that scene with that one um well i'm trying to think of it now um i don't know yeah that was weird dude i don't know i think i really never understood why he would have a reason to be distant i do i do because she's so hot and he knows she's sucking everyone's dick in high school basically because she (laughs) she's so hot and uh you find out that she's working at her dad's store he's probably disappointed in her that she didn't go off to college Ooh. Oh well, I mean, she had planned to go to New York and be an actress. Maybe he exactly. is disappointed that she failed, right? And that's maybe that's saying. it. But yep. um, that's harsh. Yeah. Well, hey, life is harsh. <laughs> no, I just—I mean, that's that's what I. If I were no, to... you're you're right. I think you're right. Uh, that, that's really good. Yeah. But I still don't think he has. I still stand by. I mean, I never thought he had a reason. I mean, to me, that's not a good reason. It's no, me just not. Yeah. You know, I, I would never do that. No. Well, I take umbrage with Jamie now because she says that Jennifer Love Hewitt did not look hot in this movie. Dude, she 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 pulls out that low cut top and belly shirt and those tight pants. Oh my oh, god! Snap. When they get together, man, and I they... don't say I, I you I well, you know I hate doing that. I like I hate having to break down the chicks, but I really just think she looked kind of sloppy in this. You know, sloppy. I know you like them extra sloppy. You're scaring us, lady. No, I think even when she wasn't supposed to, she just looked kind of sloppy to me. Like I don't she think they handled. The I don't think they handled the the boobs right. And I think they're they could have presented I would have them. Love you to know. Those fucking boobs. 
<laughs> they're so un unnaturally unproportionate to her body. It's it's awesome. No, that they, they, they're great, but they they are just so big for for her body. I think she looks better in the sequel, though. But she was meant to look like shit in this. Um, yeah, cause she was strung out after a year of uh, stress, and she even acted like she's on drugs. Jamie, I mean, the whole point. Be, I said even before the shit went down, right. I didn't think she looked good, even in the very beginning. But she wasn't supposed to be that kind of girl. She was supposed to be. You can still look good. You don't have to be. <laughs> you don't have to be a slut to look good. Why not? It helps. A <laughs> <laughs> little push-up bra, a little uh, flash here and there. It won't hurt you. So either you don't think I look good or you're calling me a slut. So either way, you lose. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I thought you are a slut. Oh, you don't like that? You don't like when guy? Come here, you little slut. I got no problem. <laughs> you know what I love when my girlfriend decides that today she doesn't want me to say that? That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> What's like, the difference? I don't know. Sometimes she likes it when I say... Uh, yeah, you like that, you little slut? And then other times, <laughs> I'll say it, but she, she's in a different mode. And, right, then, right, right. and it's like, well, do I adapt or do I try to like put my foot down here? And I'm saying, well, I'm probably getting a better deal out of her blowing me, so I'm just going to adapt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little pet on the head and said, oh, thank you, baby. I love you. It goes a long way. <laughs> I, yeah, that happens sometimes. <laughs> Uh, so, I don't know. We're horrible human beings. So let's talk about the killer himself, the fisherman. What do you, um, why do fishermen wear that horrible getup, man? Like that <laughs> gigantic, like, raincoat and that horrible hat. Well, because <laughs> well, they get in torrential downpours and all the waves <laughs> crashing and you've seen Deadliest Catch. There's yeah, you've seen Superman. On. <laughs> do they, get, they all have to run around in that? I'd be like, if that's what I'm wearing, I want a different job. What? <laughs> Dude, if I was a mailman, I don't even want to wear the long black socks and the fucking blue shirt. Like, you think I'm going to wear a fisherman outfit? <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. Like, come on, dude. Pick a different career if that's what they make you wear. They make bank, though. And that's why I, I identify with this movie too. You know, I've I come from like a fishing town, so there's a lot of that shit around here. You know, Alex, my dear, have you ever considered the fact that you're about as deep as a puddle? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard frisbee, but I'll take that too. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, let's get to Ryan. I mean, Barry's kill. <laughs> on the on the balcony where he's like, yeah, babe! Or no, actually, he didn't do that this time around. Uh, he was just protecting her during the uh, the the float, when she was on the float. And then he's up there, and uh, he gets killed. Oh, another freaking flashback from Scary Movie, dude. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. It's impossible not to think of that. But here's, <laughs> here's what bothers me about it. This time... In real life, when she's screaming, he's killing him, he's killing him, and all that stuff. He's why, killing me. <laughs> why does the fucking random nobodies in the crowd grab her and hold her <laughs> when she's running and screaming and going somewhere? If you were anyone in that crowd, would you would, would you be compelled? Well, I would actually be compelled to reach out and grab her, but... Not to hold her there for <laughs> just to grab a boob. I'm no, grab a boob dude, or an I, ass. Oh my god, dude, that's I, I couldn't 
Couldn't agree more, dude. Yeah, why the fuck are you holding her back, dude? What you're doing makes no sense. Who does that? Who has time? Exactly. Ugh, morons. Yep. Yeah, you know what's weird about that, too? That they they were together in this movie. Weren't they together in Cruel Intentions? Yep. That movie's good, man. Yeah, I like that movie. The spit swap? Oh, no. The cocaine in the cross? She's a fucking evil bitch in that movie. I know. I liked it, though, man. That's hot to me. <laughs> Once again, I can't help but think of uh, Not Another Teen Movie. <laughs> what Why? Fuck? What happened there? <laughs> With the never-been-kissed chick. And... Yeah. I... See, you guys memorized that movie. I saw that movie two times, man. I don't... I don't even know what you're talking Do about. Do you but know I... that that scene in Not Another Teen Movie, the woman really never had been kissed? She never had a French kiss, and that... Um, if you watch the extras on the on the like one of the featurettes or whatever, they talk about that. So she really wanted to make it special for her. Wait, so which which one are you talking about? Then? Not, uh, not another teen movie. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah, watch that movie again, Alex, and uh, and you'll see why I want to. Mister, haven't watched that it. movie enough times. I'm sorry. You guys memorized the fucking song in that movie. I for, I forgot there was a song. And you guys Man, memorized that it. is that movie is. I love it. It's, it can happen, happen at the prom tonight. I didn't hate it or anything. I just, I just, uh, I don't know. Just another thing, just like this, just didn't. I wasn't compelled to watch it like again. But here's the thing: wasn't wasn't there another movie that was like a teen movie and that Ra- Raleigh Mingwald was in it or something? <laughs> Who? Raleigh Mingwald. She she was in not another team movie. She was at the end. Yeah, she was she was there. Okay, stewardess. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I remember that. Okay. Yep. Or not the stewardess, but the flight check in. Yeah, lady, yeah, yeah exactly. What do you guys think about when uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt was doing the expedition scene, and it's that fucking old school internet, <laughs> and it's just like news articles, like randomly popping new windows and stuff, and it's like this movie's dated. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was horrible, dude. <laughs> well, it's 15 years old. You gotta cut it some slack. I mean, at least she didn't, you know, she was upgraded from microfiche. Yeah, she's not in the fucking library scrolling through the. <laughs> the microfiche library scenes are always my favorites anyway, so it actually depresses me that we don't have to do that anymore. But why did um, the Freddy vs. Jason kids do that? Just say white. Why didn't they, or when did what? they? Did they? I mean, they did. Why did they do? I'm it? not really sure, but I was actually glad that they did because I enjoy that. So it was nice to go back to that to say, hey, this is still a viable, useful tool. They're still using I'm the Dewey Decimal okay. System. <laughs> I would have been even happier if they'd used a rotary phone. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I make a horror movie, I'm putting all that shit in there. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so uh, so Sarah Michelle Gellar eventually gets killed. Another guys, I don't know, man. Kills are not doing it for me, man. She's running through the town, goes down an alley, then get down an alley with tires, and we all know the guy is gonna pop out. But then she gets to a point, and the only difference is that he pops out. She looks back, and then she looks forward, and then he's there, and there's a parade going by. Like, and I don't even remember exactly how she was killed. I think he just kept hitting her with the goddamn hook. I don't know how you guys think that that's good. I don't get it. We haven't said anything about it yet. <laughs> I know. Who said what? Well, you guys said that the kills are all right or something like that. 
We were talking about the first one, and we haven't gotten to we hadn't gotten to this one yet. I'm not all saying right. that they're awesome across the board. All right, what do you think about this one? <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> See, I told you. What is with you? That's not all right. No, I do like the fact that uh, they tried to be a little bit original with where he came out and when. You know, they they tried to throw you in a different direction. So I appreciate that. You don't really. Well, you don't see anything, really, and so you don't know. But, I mean, so it's kind of boring in that respect. We get a great shot of the band. Well, and <laughs> they, now, mind you, they copied basically that same um, situation from Scream, too. In the beginning with Drew Barrymore of where when the parents are coming in and everybody's like, throw the fucking phone. And right. she's right there next to him. Well, same thing. There's a parade right there and she's right almost there. And a lot of other movies have done that too. But, yeah. I mean, you want to make Halloween that Halloween 2 did that. Halloween 2. Exactly. Yeah. So many movies have. So I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, say, yeah, it's because of Scream or whatever. But basically same fucking thing. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is a commonly used. Right. Diversion or you know reason for people. Well, in the Fun House, they did it too. It's she's screaming yeah. out the fan at the bottom of the Fun House when her parents are like twenty feet away, but they can't hear her because of the fan. <laughs> so right. she's, I mean, it's something they've been using that for years, and because it works, you know, because it's a good reason to have them almost make it, but then at the last minute they don't. So you're with. I mean, the intent behind it is that you're with that character. You're like, they're gonna make it. They're gonna make it. They're gonna make it. Ah, hell. Yeah, right. It doesn't always work, though. This I'm going to say this did not work. It failed in every respect. So I will say that it worked for me in that I didn't want her to get killed because I actually like Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Like well, her. yeah. I enjoyed seeing her. Me too. So it, <laughs> so it, it depressed <laughs> me when she got killed. I was really hoping that she would make it, even though I know she wouldn't. But it just, you know, I wanted her to because she had star power, too. So I was... Yeah. I was really hoping that she might pull it out, but she yeah. Dude, that was Buffy, dude. When Buffy went down, that was a big fucking moment, dude, because Julie was always the weak, weaker one. Right. As opposed to Helen, where she was like the prom, or not prom queen, but she was Miss Teen fucking Tits USA. Here she comes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, Ruth, I, 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 I will serve my so. country. Yeah. <laughs> She's awesome. Yeah, I was pissed. I thought, okay, here's what I thought. I thought she was probably going to survive, um, not throughout the whole movie, but like, you know, be there till the end. But um, I quickly realized that's not going to happen when she's being chased through, when she's all alone and shit like that. And I don't know. I, I didn't necessarily like the way she went out because it was like, you know, all alone. I don't know. I just feel like uh, they could have incorporated um, the, 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 the friendship yeah, she's all alone. Uh, aspect of all of them and kind of maybe uh, try and make it redeemable at the end as opposed to just her relationship with fucking dumb, dumb Ray over here. Yeah, you're but, right, you know dude. I mean? Like they should have fucking done a lot more with it where they could have fucking maybe, I don't know, bonded a little bit, fucking been thrown in some peril situations so they have to fucking bond and then fucking offer and then it's more tragic that way. But they kind of killed her all alone. It was like she was all sad. She got her hair chopped off the night before. Dad don't give a fuck about her. Next day she goes to fucking, you know, and it's all depressing and she's got to fucking, you know, give the crown over. And then she gets chased put down an alley all by herself. It's just like, eh, they could have done something else with it. Dude, I was I was so depressed when she died. I was only packing a half a chub. 
<laughs> so I'm always full. Yeah, even when the hot chicks die. Especially. Oh, you sicko! What are you? <laughs> what are you? Tig from Sons of Anarchy? <laughs> oh, dude, you wait. You just wait till fucking next season. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> what? Uh, so, okay. At this point, um, if Sarah, uh, what the fuck is girls' names? They all have three names. Helen and Drew. how come everybody in this movie has three names? What do you mean? Yeah. Well, Ryan Phillippe Holy does shit. not. Holy shit! Yeah, Ryan. He only Phillippe. has two. And yeah. Freddie Prince, Prince Jr. only has he has two and then a a suffix. It's not really a third name. I hate my suffix. No, I like what, it. Sorry. What's yours, Esquire? Junior. <laughs> you're a hey, junior. Yeah. So if you have a son, are you going to name him Alex? Nah, you know, uh, I just Aww. don't think I'm, I'm not anybody that should be remembered or named after. <laughs> so I'm just not going there. So he's gonna name his kid Dan. <laughs> Dan Chase. Danchez. 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 Yeah, I'll just name him Danchez. <laughs> this is Danchez uh, Edwards. Jamie All will right. work. You know what? Jamie will work in either situation. What is your middle name? D. What does D mean? <laughs> really? Uh, Diana. Okay. I, I was going to say delicious. Ooh. <laughs> Jamie delicious. That's right. Now, how much of a bet that Feldman's going to fucking write, make a graphic of you? Jamie delicious. Like that, <laughs> that fucking creepy thing he did with the, the girl with the, the guns and everything and the fucking X going across her gigantic tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah that fucking picture's awesome. That was so disturbing. <laughs> I don't like that stuff, man. That's that, to me. That's not hot. <laughs> so, uh, like that whole Rambo with a bimbo Rambo thing. Yeah, I recall. I thought he was rather generous. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's a different dynamic. As we wrap it up, we're coming to the close here. Yes, guys, this is as long as the movie. I'm sorry. Sorry. But uh, I think it's been a pretty decent discussion. So here's the thing. Now we get to the end and. Freddie Prince Jr. gets clotheslined by <laughs> by Ben Wallace. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Let's and, just end it there, dude. Well, we totally skipped over Anne Hayes looking like a skeleton in this. Oh yeah. That's about... um, that scene. Fuck. I don't care what anybody says, dude. When she came up to the window, dude, I fucking jumped like a motherfucker. The me first too. Time. I did today. You did? Yeah. See, dude, Looks that's like... a good. I mean, Good no disrespect, but the first thing that pops into my head is the, like, Holocaust survivor. Ooh. I just mean that she looks emaciated. Well, the know? first thing I thought of is that eating pussy isn't actually eating and you don't get full from it. Right. Uh, maybe so. That's why she's a skinny little bitch. Up, oh, new diet. Pussy. <laughs> have you had pussy today? You can have it. Fry pussy. <laughs> Shrimp pussy. You can have boiled pussy. You can have deep sautéed pussy. <laughs> and when there was no pussy, we ate sand. <laughs> we ate sand. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, that was. A, and here's the thing, though. Uh, sorry, guys, got to spoil that whole jump scene. Yes, I, I'm admitting I jumped when she hit the window, but in real life, you do not do that. Like, why would she, wouldn't she just, like, a normal woman walk to the door and just knock on it politely and say, hey, you forgot your cigarettes? Oh, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it no, it's, the only reason you would do that is if you were attempting to frighten someone. Exactly. 
So you're in a horror movie. That's what you do, I guess. That no, just walk just... up to strangers and go, boo! <laughs> <laughs> boo, you forgot your cigarettes! Got you, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Got your ass! <laughs> Billy Blue was the name of the boat, and she thought he was the killer? Freddie Prince Jr.? Stupid name. Stupid, stupid name. Do you remember his name? Billy. Billy Blue. Yeah, dude, that that whole thing. Um, set... His name was the Orca. Did the anybody... Orca. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody actually Lazarus. think that Freddie Prince Jr. was going to be the fucking killer? Really? Uh, no. I don't think he's, he's smart enough. He's dumb as rocks, dude. Oh, come on. He was looking very menacing at times. He would give you that red herring, I'm going to get you look. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> I mean, so he... did the... Well, so did Bridget Wilson. Did you ever notice her skulking around all the time? Like, every time we saw her, she was peeking around a corner and... Yeah, right. Oh, like, uh-huh. Yeah, right. Yeah, what was that all about, I too? don't even know what the hell that was. She had no motivation for that, other than she was just a shitty sister. She's but, hot. But who cares, you know? I mean, it didn't really make... No one's going to believe that she's the one behind the notes. Yeah, that so, was stupid. So just stop it. What? <laughs> Jamie, what other movies are she, is she in? She's in one movie, movie and... She was I'm in a... Billy Madison, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, Billy Madison, that's it. I was going to say, thank you, Billy Madison. I have a nice wreck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Dan, your question, what do you think of that? I mean, besides thinking if he's a killer, nothing, because it didn't last long. Because um, what's her name took off right away. He goes running, gets clotheslined right away. So... Sorry, all I can think of is Billy Madison peeing his <laughs> pants, dude. <laughs> oh, Doyle rules. Oh, Doyle, I hate your whole family. Um, <clears throat> so, Sorry, yeah. so here's the thing. What do you guys think of this? It's a new dynamic to a killer in a movie. And I think they're always trying to break down the walls in these like new, uh, whatever you call these, wave of movies. But right. what do you think of Ben Wallace? <laughs> I mean, Ben Willis. <laughs> he he kills people with hooks and then he slam dunks on them. <laughs> 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 Detroit motherfucker. Yeah. So uh what do you think of Ben Willis? Male motherfucker. <laughs> he uh loses his whole image in in the sense that um you know most killers have their they dress up the same every time and he took his thing off, his big raincoat and his hat. So now he's See, a that can I just interrupt real quick? That's what I love about this fucking movie, okay? This dude fucking put his slicker um, collar up to conceal his face along with a hat to conceal his identity because he didn't want to get caught. This isn't somebody in a Scream costume, dude. This is just a motherfucker going around killing people, and, and it was real. Like, that's what a fisherman wears, like we said, and that's what I love about it, dude. There was, you know, there was no Scream aspect to it. There's no ghost face. There's no fucking around with this. That's just some shit, and he looks sketchy in it. Yeah, he did. You know, like, it's not like a costume. It's like, that's his fucking, <laughs> like we said, that's his fucking uh, get up, dude. And, you know, like Alex said, fucking, I'd change professions. Yeah. So he's, you know, they're on the boat. Uh, I think they're the only one of the, there's not, there's what the F moments that go on on the boat. For one, Freddie Prince Jr. is fighting this dude. And Sarah Michelle Geller like, yells his name in the middle of the. F- Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. What did I say? The other one? Yeah. And he looks over, and he just stares like, and then he just clocks him with the hook, and he goes flying over the boat, (laughs) and he lands into the net. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I promise to never, ever, ever 
distract my boyfriend right. while he's fighting the killer Thanks. because you i deserve to die if i do thank this. you <laughs> like well that's what i'm saying like what i'm the gonna f- do something useful like hit the motherfucker over a head with something i'm not gonna be standing in the background going look out <laughs> i hope she didn't say that she just called his name so weird. I wonder how that came about, dude. Like, who was sitting around in a room and they were just like, all right, this is how it's going to go down. This action sequence. Oh, that's brilliant. Like, yeah, it's it's a little fucking lame. And here's another lame one. And it's a shame that they all come at the same time, which is the fucking end. Mm. And usually that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. What the, <laughs> fuck, what the fuck moment? This guy... Freddie Prince Jr. swings a fucking 150-pound hook into the fisherman's face, and he's fine. Like, dude, <laughs> at, at full force, I don't know if you guys have been on boats and shit like that. Never. Th- dude, those fucking hooks weigh so much money. Uh, money. Weight. Or uh, pounds. <laughs> weigh <Yeah>. so, <laughs> so many pounds. <laughs> I know you said. They if waste that, so much money. Your face <laughs> would literally be caved in. Your eyes would probably fall out of your head, out of your sockets. Your every bone in your face would be shattered. Your teeth would be you'd be probably be shitting them out by then by the time you hit the ground. Absolutely. And he falls over and gets up in like fifteen seconds. Yeah. And he's fine. Yeah. There's not even a mark on his face. Like, that is the type of shit, dude. I know it's a movie, man. But, god damn. Come god on. damn. Yeah. Come on, dude. I remember saying that when I first saw it, dude. All those years ago. And then, you know how um, people make fun of, like, the dude from Evil Dead remake for... Knowing how to make a fibrillator just because he worked in a fucking car garage and shit. Like, how would that qualify you to be able to make one of those? Well, just because Freddie Prince Jr. works on boats, you're telling me that because this fisherman got his hand caught in a rope when he went to kill Sarah Michelle Gell- or uh, the, the, the other one, no. you're going to tell me he knew and he, he knew exactly which thing to hit <laughs> that would pull this guy's hand and go f- soaring into the air. Like, come on. He no, he might have known the line to cut, but to cut it in like you said in that manner at that exact moment, like no, not like yeah, no, that ain't gonna happen, dude. Yeah. I do know you gotta know your lines on a boat, uh, you know you have to. But at the same time, like yeah, that was so fucking far fetched, dude. And for him to just do it like that too, like you just said, black cut it and fucking whoa, like <laughs> yeah. it's it's almost like okay, we we have to do something big here. Let's do some. Crazy crazy technical uh, fucking complicated yeah. fucking stupid thing where they could have done so many different things on that stupid boat i i don't necessarily like the ending to be honest with you um uh, what do you, okay jamie what do you think of the the big finale the jason part one ending where he jumps out of the lake what do you think of the friggin t- the take on the take on this one where she goes to the shower and this dude jumps out of the fuck. Oh, sorry. Spoilers, guys. I'm sorry. If you haven't watched this in 15 fucking years. <laughs> uh, well, they know we get all in it. Like, we get all up in the crevices when we do uh, when retrospective, we do a retrospective. Yeah. So it's okay. We get all up in that shit. Yeah. So what do you what do you think? Like, does that cheapen it? Cause, you know, well, yeah, it does. It, you saw it even back then. And at the time, I remember going, ah. Uh, you know, because you yeah. – 
you see it coming from six miles away. As soon as she's heading to the shower, you know what's going to happen. It's just right. It's right there. So um, just the fact alone that you see it coming from so far away right. is, is depressing and kind of brings it down for you because I, I hate to see something coming. <laughs> That's not what I heard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, here's the thing, guys. You want to you want to be really like assholes about this? Um, in real life, I'm sorry. If a guy picture yourself, you hide out in a shower because you want to kill the girl who's taking a shower who who sort of killed you. Um, <laughs> you would most likely, if you're hiding in that shower. You would, number one, he couldn't even see her when she was coming up with all the steam. So he wouldn't even know when to jump out. Number two, uh, if he was in there, if a real person would just hurry up and open the door and jump at her. This guy jumps through the fucking glass of a shower. Right. Like, that's absolutely ridiculous. Like, there's nothing real. uh, It was a dream, though. Was it? Yes. How do you know that, though? Because the credits came after that. Because there's a sequel, silly. Maybe she survived the shower, just like she, uh... What do you mean she survived the shower? Where did Ben Wallace go? (laughs) (laughs) He went and played the fucking third game of the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. No, clearly it was a fucking dream. But I don't like shit like that too, like especially dream or no dream. dream. Like they, take, they, they just totally like how come how come she didn't wake up screaming? Because that's not as effective as fucking Ben Wallace jumping through a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll tell you what, it leads up to the sequel. Oh, but guess what? In the sequel, it's got nothing to do with that last scene. So you <laughs> chalk it up to. She's having a bad nightmare. Eh, so whatever. That's what I got out of it, I'm assuming, unless fucking, you know, they gave each other daps and fucking got over their shit for a little bit and said, all right, we'll meet on the fucking island in a few, you know? Yeah. I'll tell you something else, too, though. At the end of this, I walked out of the theater. As I'm walking out, I turned to my friend, and I was like, I was like, and here comes the sequel. I still know what you did last summer. And I'll be, I, I mean, that's oh, no way no to know. Way. That was just really? a guess. Yeah, it just but- seemed, it felt right. And, did you uh, guess I will always know what you did last summer? No, I did not. <laughs> Who in the hell could have guessed that movie? Did you guess how bad it would be? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, but it, it just seemed like a logical, like, here we go, and this is what they're going to do. And they did, so. Yeah. In, in all fairness, that um, that title is inaccurate. It should be, I still I know what you did two summers ago. Summers ago. Yeah, or summer before last, you know. <laughs> Or or you try you tried to kill me last summer. Last summer, yeah, right, exactly. Like he could be referencing what's happening at that moment. Technically, yes, yeah. I still know, yeah, but no, because if you're saying I still, he should say I, still, I know what you oh, right. did. I know what you did this past summer. Also, <laughs> two, two, right? Like you, I I remembered what you did last summer when I told you I I know what you did last summer. <laughs> I remember. Th- Still, but also on top of that, we got what else happened. Yeah, yeah, you fucked up another summer for me. Well, wait a minute. So, yeah, if he writes, I still know what you did last summer, why didn't she just write back to him, well, I know what you did last summer. You killed all my friends. (laughs) We're even, (laughs) dude. Yeah, Yeah, see, he could have checkmated his ass. I know, right? Shit. Sorry. I mean, I ran you over. And I will always know he did last summer. Uh, hello, moron, who wrote that fucking retarded. Jesus. Uh, 
How about I will always remember because I will always love I will you. always know. What about that summer? Why can't they just say I will always remember that summer? You know. Yeah. Well, no. They had to keep. They had to keep that title. They had to bank off of that title. So they just had to find ways. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense though. You know? It does. It makes no sense. I will always remember what you. Wait, 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 sorry. I'm, what is the title of the third one? I will always know what you did last summer. I'll always know what you did last summer. But it, it is referencing something that those kids did. It's a different story. But it doesn't that, make sense. I will always know what you did last summer. But what if the next year happens? So then, is it last summer again? <laughs> well, it's just, you know what? It's just like Friday next Friday and Friday after next. You know, all that shit didn't happen in two weeks. Right. 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 Exactly. It just just makes no sense. All right. Before we make people's heads spin, we should get out of here. So, all right. So, how do you, how do you want to rate this? Uh, Who do we go? Who do you normally go to first? Um, uh, Jamie, you go ahead. How do you rate this from one to five in Netflix? Um, I'm going to say four. Really like it, really. I'm taking into account – I mean this is a retrospective here. So I'm taking into account when it was, uh, Mm -hmm. what else was going on at the time, how it really was – it ends up – it was important to the genre. It was a necessary step and how I felt about it at the time and I enjoyed it. So – and even now when watching it for this, I didn't hate it. There were – I mean I pointed pointed the finger at some goofy things and made some fun of it. But, you know, I really liked it. Cool. Danny boy. Same thing that Jamie said, and it, it brings me to a, like, a depressing state, just like this movie, because it reminds me of when I did see it and how much I loved it. I'm going to give it a four. I, I really liked it. I, I would have given it a loved it because I used to love it, but that's why I get depressed because <laughs> I see it now and I'm just like all cynical and I'm like – yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like, you know, the same thing with the hook thing. Now it bugs me and shit like that. So it's like, I, but I realize it's not a great movie, but 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 I, that doesn't affect my viewing on it. It's just, it's very sad. But I, I'm glad that I can, um, you know, fine tune my, uh, my accuracy as far as like, um, you know, reviewing movies and shit because that, I can separate them now. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I can separate the shit that's, that, that I love and I know I'll fucking admit, dude, this shit ain't that that great but i love it and uh this is one of those situations where it's it's uh personally i love it but like if i were to review it i'll just say i really liked it so four four out of five as four to five how about 4.5 just to give you a little bit of your nostalgia we, we can do that too brother let's do that all right because uh yeah I, I i think i see what you're saying and i i'll, I'll be honest with you man I had a great time reviewing this and yeah. i don't i don't think anything we talked about even how dumb Freddie Prince Jr. is and shit like that, and like uh, to me that doesn't ruin the movie. I just think he's a moron. Like I don't think any of this stuff is a deal breaker. No, no, no not at all. So I'm gonna say, even though I've watched it, um, a total, dude, maximum, maximum four times I've seen this, but I'm gonna give this a four out of five. Also, yeah, I, I wow. really, dude. really liked it. Yeah, no shit. How about that? We're going to get so much shit for this. I know. That's, that's why I just said that. I, I was like, no, wow, we're going to get killed. I don't care. I explained all the reasons that yeah. I like, and that's as far as I'm going. So deal with it. I was at work, and I got sucked in again, man. So that there's uh, a tell, that says a lot. You know, I'm at work watching this shit, and I'm getting sucked in. So That says a lot about Alex's work ethic. Yeah, yeah my work <laughs> ethic sucks. What'd you do today? Uh, you know, watch I know you did last summer. Honestly, dude, I did 
about an hour's worth of work today, and I did <laughs> the rest of it was this, and then we had a, a luncheon, so I really didn't do anything. I put up a playground today, you asshole. <laughs> hey, my days of hard work are over, bro. <laughs> I almost lost the T virus. <laughs> Alrighty then. Let's talk about okay. it today. You got us both beat. She works in, like I said, <laughs> uh, Return of Living Dead Part 3 laboratory. <laughs> well, I do work in an infectious diseases laboratory. She's allowed to go there and to the uh, corner convenience store and nowhere else. You're such a disease. Wow, two Home Alone references in one show. I'm on a work release program from the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we let you out to do that. But you give us all every, every fucking dime, Jamie. We got one of those monitors on her ankle. <laughs> yeah, she has a chip, I told you. We put a chip in her head. <laughs> Here is the trailer for I Know What You Did, or whatever I Still Know What You Did last summer. <laughs> Mark of the Morning for Magic 96.7 Radio. Oh my god! Oh my yes! Just one magic. Yes! Oh wait, quick and get away! After what happened last summer. We are going to the Bahamas! Nobody deserves a vacation more than Julie James. We have arrived in paradise. And here, miles from civilization. So a great weekend. Yeah, to a great weekend for She's me. finally gotten away from it all. I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have made Julie the key. If I'd have known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. Don't have the lyrics. Hold on. <laughs> something to the screen i said what are you talking about but she can never escape her past it's happening again what because there are some secrets there there was a body in there i am not going crazy he's here who who is here and there are some fears. Hey, Julie, you seen any dead bodies out there? Two summers ago, we hit Ben Willis with our car, and then we threw his body in the water. Can you not tell me the whole story? I'm your best friend. That will haunt her forever. I want off this island. That's not possible. This time... We're all going to die! So it's one by one! There's no getting away. I still know what you did last summer. Get hooked again. All right, guys, we're back. This is Alex. I'm joined with Dan and Mike from The Morbidly Made. And this is I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, 1998, one year after the first movie. IMDb ratings, 4.3 out of 10. And it stars Jennifer Love Hewitt again as Julie James, Freddie Prince Jr. as Ray Bronson, Brandy as Carla Wilson, Mackay Pfeiffer as Tyrell, Muse Watson as Ben Willis, and Bill Cobbs as Estes, I guess. And this movie has uh, that comedian guy in it, um, Jack Black. And the plot is... The murderous fisherman with a hook is back to once again stalk the two surviving teens, Julie and Ray, who left him for dead, as well as cause even more murder and mayhem. 
this time at a posh island resort. This was tough for me because I remember years ago I watched I Still Know What You Did Last Summer and I thought it was horrible. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to Dan about this show and he said, no, man, it's, it's really not that bad. And I was like, yeah. I have some questions about part two. I did enjoy Jack Black in I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. I didn't remember <sighs> him being in that movie. And dude, he was, was a nice little bright roles, dude. Yeah, because that was 1998 that was made. So, yeah. God, this guy, that guy was never funny. It's amazing. He is. You just don't know what funny is. Dude, that is horrible. That was such bad. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what to do with. Have you ever seen Orange County? He doesn't know what. This is not what we're talking about, though. I understand that. He doesn't know what to do with a with a, a, a script. Yes, he, does. he is bad in this movie, dude. No, I agree. It's so bad. It's funny though. <laughs> it's such a typical approach to the role. It's such typical bullshit. He was written to be the stoner dude. That was his thing. That's his persona. He adds nothing to the role. No, he doesn't. You're right. No, wait, typical. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. But he's a stone again. He's a stoner. How? What can you add? To a stoner role, I, I don't understand. Oh, dude, don't even get in this conversation. Yeah, like, come on, dude. No, Harold Dan, Kumar, no, no. they did it right. I understand Smart that. But go so against then, a stereotype. But, this went against nothing. Yeah, well, what do you mean it went against nothing? He was a he was a great force against that killer. I was very disappointed to see him die. We we can't get too into just him. All right, the problem I have with this is that it's so cliche to the max, like. Every single thing that can happen to this girl happened. Yeah, but that happened in the first one as well, though. And I mean Jennifer Love Hewitt. Like, the the jump scare, uh, the Mm. kid bumping into her with his bike when they're walking in college, and then the door closing, and then she wakes up, and then she goes to do a light bulb, and it pops. And then she tries to, you know, when she tries to put it on, a friend is going through her closet instead of it being the killer. Like, it's so many cliche things. So many things happen to this girl. Like, how many friends sneak around in your room at night with no lights on because they think you're out of town? Right. Like, if, if if she thinks she's out of town, wouldn't you turn all the lights on and make all the noise you want because there's no one there to disturb? Yeah, that's no, true. because the neighbors, the neighbors in the building or whatever would think that she's being robbed. Of course they're not going to turn the lights on. Can I say call something, the guys, on. real quick? I actually did not like the first one as much as I enjoyed the second one. I thought the second one was a little more entertaining. Exactly. See? No, dude. I feel the same way. That's what I'm saying. The first one was so depressing, it made me want to fucking slip my wrist. Second one, at least it had, like, a um, an upbeat tone to it. Like, yeah, she still had a fucking secret. She still killed this dude It was following her around. And, Alex, I agree with everything you said, dude. So many cliche moments and just stupid Ugh. shit going on. I agree. But at the same time, dude, it's not a horrible watch. Like, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. At the end, the the, the the twist ending at the end of the second one was decent, dude. I didn't necessarily see it coming, you know? So they had, it had a little bit going for it. Put it on the island, give it kind of a creepy feel. I think it worked. And then, but the shit with, like, the voodoo thing going on, trying to yeah. figure it off. There, there was a bunch of shit in this movie that was whack. I agree. I'm not saying it's the best movie. I just no, I agree with you, too. I think it holds up, dude. At the end, when I think about this movie, I picture the island in a lot of rain and dark clouds, and I, yeah. I think it's a great setting. Right. I think that's really a right. good idea, yeah. you know? 
But there's just so many things that go on in this movie that are so cliche and dumb, dude. And you can't even say now it's cliche. Just cliche for then, dude. She's in the club. She sees the fisherman. This angle, this angle, this shadow, that shadow. She she turns. A guy hands her a drink and another jump scare. And then, uh, you know, uh, jump scare number 50. You know, uh, Julie reads the note on her table and it says surprise. And then someone's behind her and it's not the killer. Jump scare number, you know. Yeah. And then, and, and then it just, like, a lot of things were so stupid. Even the whole thing about the Jack Black and um, the guy dying who was docking the boat. Yeah. The guy falls in the water. Jack Black just started walking away. He goes, help, or he says whatever the guy's name is. Jack Black's name in the movie. He yells his name, falls in the water, makes a big splash. Jack Black doesn't even hear him. Then he gets up or something. Then the guy, the fisherman kills him. And then he falls in the water again, and, and Jack is back. now... Yeah, then Jack looks back! How do you hear him 40 more feet away, but not the fucking first time? <laughs> it makes no sense. And then, and the first time, he screamed his name! Yeah. To get Jack's attention, and he still couldn't get it. But he gets it just because he fell in and made less noise, and from cl- for, for further away? It just makes no sense. It was so stupid. It's so, like, contrived. And, like... The, the kills are so repetitive and bad, like the, the the one swipe over and over again with that stupid hook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the hook was definitely played out. Uh, like, the only good kill with the hook was when um, he kills Jess, uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s friend in the truck and pulls him out by his chin. Dude, that was good, and then the Mackay Pfeiffer uh, kill was good, too. Yeah. By the time Scream came out anyway, everything was cliche by that point, so... These movies were supposed to, like, be a new phase of horror, like the new squeaky clean, high-quality high, high quality cast, like real actors. Right. That, and, and we all, and let's not even, we'll get to part three, and you can tell the difference between real actors and not. Um, but, yeah, just Jack Black, dude. I mean, he made comedy jump the shark, so <laughs> let's, just, let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> and, dude, the cliches. Uh, some, I remember somebody being, like, in front of a mirror. They wipe the mirror because it's foggy, and it reveals the guy walking behind them. Like, are you yeah, serious? Do you yeah, think yeah, I didn't right. see that coming a, a mile, you know, down the street? But, dude, but, dude, how fucking smoking hot is Jennifer Love Hewitt in this movie? When she's getting uh, out of the fucking, uh, oh, when she's getting into the, um... Uh, what tanning, bed. Tanning, tanning bed. Tanning bed. Yeah. Oh my God. That's another thing that I had, and you know, when when the killer comes and kind of gets one of those plastic ties, and like you know, uh, what is it? Um, secures the the uh, the tanning bed so yeah. she can't get out. Uh-huh. All right. First of all, when she finally breaks free, should she not be more uh, damaged from being in the tanning bed? I think that that was a little unrealistic if you think about it. I don't know how quickly they work, really, so... Well, it's not like Final Destination where you fucking burn up and your skin fucking lights on fire. <laughs> yeah, dude, remember how uh, Jack Death survived the tanning booth in Trancers? I've never seen Trancers, so I don't know. <laughs> you don't remember? you never seen that? I've never seen Trancers. Oh, Trancers is on uh, Netflix, I believe. I think... Actually, no, I think they just took it off. Mm. Yeah, oh well. <laughs> it w- But, dude, when Jack Black gets that... When it gets the head clippers rammed down his fucking throat. I was so cl- yes. Oh yeah, God. that was pretty cool. You gotta remember, dude. All the annoying stereotypes. The smart white guy who knows about fucking tropical greenhouse effects and coastal flooding. Like, 
he he accepts his nerdy, uncool role in life, and he understands that uh, you know, and and all the black guy cares about is smashing his chick when he you know is reluctantly hanging out with his white guy, and it's it's just it's so clear that I don't know, man. Cliche is the, like the number one word. I keep repeating myself, but did you like the reveal at the end? How it revealed it to be his son. Yeah, I guess so. And how they did the reveal, like, if a normal person were to pay attention, the fucking, what was it, the capital of Brazil or whatever, like, she got it wrong, and how they, you know, pretended yeah. to be a radio show and stuff like that. Like, I thought it was pretty pretty clever. I mean, not the greatest fucking thing out there, dude, but it, it held up, dude. It, I remember seeing this in the theater, and I wasn't like, oh, fuck this movie. I was like, no. I mean, not a horrible movie, like, bad parts in it, but I was... You know, somewhat entertained, good feel to it. Like you said, the island, good fucking setup. Awesome, awesome yeah. setup. So. so you've all heard the story, right? About what happens on July 4th? Whoa, Amber, you want to freak everyone out? What are you guys talking about? The fisherman. Every 4th of July, he sharpens up his hook and runs wild. <laughs> <laughs> the best of friends until something went horribly wrong the secret dies with us say it secret dies with us secret dies with us secret dies with us they know the legend but they never imagine what would happen next did you tell anyone I kept our promise which one are you Opened your mouth. Now, someone knows their secret. Ready? All right, guys, I'll always know what you did last summer, 2006, IMDb rating of 3.5 out of 10. As you can see, these slowly get worse. A group of teenagers in Colorado find themselves being stalked and killed one by one in a myster- by a mysterious figure with a hook, exactly one year after they covered up a friend's accidental death. Uh, this movie stars Brooke Nevin as Amber Williams, David Pataku as Colby Patterson, Tori DeVito as Zoe, Ben Easter as Lance, and Seth Packard as Roger. So, uh, Mike, you started off. What did you think of this disaster? When you don't have Jennifer Love Hewitt in the film, still, that's when you lose it. Because when when you make a sequel... And, you know, this is just a thought that I have. When you make a sequel to, you know, in a franchise, and you lose, like, the principal cast member, is that an automatic jump the shark? Discuss. No, no, no because... I don't think so. Th- look at all the movies that survive without their people, so... Yeah. No. Well, wait, wait. Okay, then what? what's a movie that you think survived without losing its... Without lose? you know, with... Halloween movie? 4. It did not lose its principal cast member. You still had Loomis. Oh, I thought you meant like Jamie Lee Curtis. She doesn't. Uh, she doesn't count. The movie can go on without her. 
Um, Friday Thirteenth. Uh, part four was great without, but it jumped in part three though. But well, no, real no, because you lost, you still, you didn't lose Jason. That's your main focus. No, but even part one, I mean, part two would be that example. It doesn't matter. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think that's a that's a clear jumper right there. I don't think just because somebody's not in it, it could still be a good movie. Right. Well, I mean, I see your point though. Uh, but yeah, okay, Dan. The acting, oh my god, yeah. ridiculous. That was the. It looked like low budget does not even does not even describe what this is. Well, it yeah, was direct like, DVD, it, so. Dude, it's like it's supposed to take place in a Colorado town, like in the summer, dude. It's like what? <laughs> like who does? Like that says it all right there. Like they're trying to go for a creepy feel, dude, but it just doesn't work at all. <laughs> dude, I think this was so low budget. It was direct to VHS. <laughs> wow. I don't even think they spend time pressing seat, uh, DVDs, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, listen, solo budget, and you cannot do that when you follow up two high-end horror move, uh, predecessors. Yeah, especially theatrical, yeah, theatrical releases, you can't, you can't go theatrical to DVD release and expect it to be good or groundbreaking or anything like that. Dude, you can't yeah. take a fucking franchise and use its name and fucking pawn a movie like this off of off on the people, dude. It's not right. It's not fair. Now, granted, when I went into the video store and I remember seeing this video without Jennifer Love Hewitt on it and, you know, without the core cast or whatever, yeah, you're taking a chance. You're going in a different direction. But you know what? You're still riding off the name, so you give it a shot. And then you watch it and you're like, those motherfuckers, those deceiving, <laughs> lying motherfuckers. <laughs> The first, like, minutes oh. you saw this was wrong, dude. Yeah. Dude, even if... Okay, after this kid f- falls off the roof and dies and gets <laughs> impaled, remember when... It was so funny because they're like, everybody saw you cut your arm. So the guy just puts the hook in fire and he cuts his arm a little too easily. Right. He yeah. just he just did it, straight face, put it down. Okay, yeah. now let's keep the secret. Like, dude, you just put a huge fucking gash in your arm and you're totally okay with this. It was so... But you couldn't even act hurt. <laughs> Even like when you see the acting, like the the argument between the the lead Amber and the guy on the deck about coming back from college or whatever, oh, it's dude. so pales in comparison to like the Freddie Prince Jr. arguments right. uh, with um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. It just it just goes to show you that some people cannot carry a scene, and the the directing when they were arguing, the camera was like twenty feet away. Like, what kind of viewpoint is this supposed to be? We're supposed to be intimate and up there and feeling this emotions with these people. Yeah, it wasn't even in focus. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't play well, man. Let's face it, it wasn't the same killer, dude. It was like the, the, the fisherman's jacket. It was like, what, the fucking ghost of the fisherman? Like, yeah, he had red eyes, didn't he? It's not, I, I, dude, I don't even remember. I don't even want to remember this movie. It gave me nothing. It brings <laughs> nothing to the horror fucking genre. It's yeah. dead to and, me. And, the, and speaking of the killer, like... Where did he come from? Like, it's so funny because we always give, like, Myers and Jason a pass for, like, no matter how they die or come back. But we, all these newer killers and stuff, we expect they're surviving to make better sense. Right. Right. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, but where did he come from? Because nobody from the second did, you know what I mean? By the end of the second one, he was friggin' dead. Yeah, he's, like, dead in this one, dude. He's, like, the ghost of the guy. Like, he's, like, the ghost. Yeah. Total ridiculous. It's, it's, exactly. it's ludicrous. The whole thing is just is it, ludicrous. Is it? it? This movie was like if one of us said, "I'll, I'm, I'll go make a, 
I know what you did last summer. That's what it was really like. Like, dude, when he wrote I know what you did last summer in water next to the, the lifeguard oh, station. Oh, dude. Ugh. And then we have to go through the fucking obligatory whole phase in the movie where where the lead girl has to convince all her old and non-current friends that someone knows what they did. We have to go see her convince them again. It's like, come on, we just fucking saw this in the first one, right. you asshole. If we're watching part three, we don't need to see this story again because we must have seen it in part one, don't yeah, you well, think? See, but that's why they did it. They did it that way because they figure, oh... Well, that'll rope people in and make people like this movie. If we show them something familiar, they'll automatically latch onto this and think that it's great. I know. You're right. It's such dumb thinking. It's so stupid. It's not intelligent. It's dumb. And even the part where the guy attacks the girl and when she's on that thing, the ski lift or whatever, 50 feet in the air, and all he does is break the window and take off after getting his picture taken. Like, what the hell kind of scene was that? What was the point of that? That It was pointless. They didn't get anything out of that picture. The scene made no sense, and then nothing came of it because it ain't like they looked at that picture and said, oh, it's this guy. Nothing. I blame Sony. Nothing. More boring swipe kills with that stupid-ass hook. And, and dude, I love how everyone writing these notes to these people has the same exact handwriting. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> they all write, I know what you did exactly in the same font. <laughs> yeah, dude. At least within the first one, though, it was like a fucking a fisherman. Like, that was the, you know, that was the, uh, that was the shtick. That was, like, the, the weapon made sense for the fucking killer. In this one, it's like, why does he even have it? Like, he's not a, they're, even, they're not even near a fucking body of water. They're in fucking Colorado Mountain Town. It's like, what the fuck? How does this even make sense? How does this even fit in with anything within the previous movies? Like, it just, it doesn't do it for me, dude. When I saw this, I was like, what the fuck is this movie? I just remember feeling, like, cheated and, like, fucking dirty. I wonder if anybody saw this. Well, no, you I know what I think would have made it fly more for me? If they would have continued the whole Julie James and uh, Ray storyline with, you know, the Brandy character, and it would have had maybe the two of them met... Well, no, you know what? I would have liked to have seen what happened from the end of two, when she gets, like, pulled under the bed. Stupid well, the ending, too. Yeah, stupid fucking... I want to so see that continue. Yeah, but I want to see that continue. I don't want to see, like, a no-name cast battling some, some phantom killer. Right. You know, right, right, right. It it fell flat, and you know what's really sad? Like the end of it, where um the fisherman gets pulled into that thing that's chopping stuff up at the end. Oh jeez, I can't believe that. Like the Friday Thirteenth remake took a page from that. I was yeah, gonna say right? the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous, dude. For real. This is Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com with all the skinfo from the latest movies. Zooming into theaters, Natalie Dormer co-stars in the Formula One drama, Rush. Nat's gone nude on the boob tube in the Tudors in Game of Thrones, and now she's flashing her headlights and rear bumper as a racetrack hottie. She'll turn your V6 into a V12. This is the Mr. Skin Minute. Nude on Blu-ray, Rebecca Hall co-stars in the UK miniseries Parade's End. Rebecca repeatedly reveals her breasts in naughty scenes of pump and circumstance. What parade is this? The Macy's Spanksgiving Day? Also nude on Blu-ray, 
Rena Ripple writes, directs, and bears all in the sequel, Showgirls 2, Pennies from Heaven. As in the original Showgirls, which I call the breast picture of all time, there's non-stop nudity, sex, and Rena at her raunchiest as Vegas Vixen Penny. Pennies from Heaven will put a roll of quarters in your pants. MrSkin.com Fast forwarding to the good parts. Alright guys, well that's that's the end of the I Know What You Did Last Summer retrospective. It's, uh, like we said, the last day of summer. We're just tying up all the loose ends of summer. You know, we did Jaws. We kicked off the summer pretty well with Jaws. Uh, did a couple, you know, things here and there, and we're wrapping it up with this. And, um, Jamie, I, I loved what you had to say about part two and three. I thought that was... You, you were very insightful on those two. And, uh, Some of my best work. It really was. I'm, I'm, I, I could quote about seven of the, the lines that you dropped. Oh, listen to that shit all day. It was so good. So so that's it. I mean, so what are your overall thoughts, guys? I mean, uh, you know, part one, two, and three, I think it started with a bang. It, uh, it, it tried to maintain, didn't really do it, and then it ended with a whimper <laughs> with some low-budget piece of shit. What the fuck? That I don't even know who the fuck saw that. So if you guys followed that one, good luck with that, or have I hope you had fun, but what do you guys think? Jamie, did you see the, did you see the third one? <laughs> um, you know, no, I never did. Oh, perfect then. This was perfect how it went. <laughs> Well, I, I wish would I was... have if we were t- if I was doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wasn't subjected. I would have done that. <laughs> yeah, you're the lucky one. Dan had to watch that. What the fuck, dude? No, overall, dude, this series is good, man. I really like it. Um, more for personal reasons, and I know they're not the greatest movies, and I don't want to get shit for it. Be like. Oh my god, I love this fucking series, but I really do. I really do like it. I like the first two. Obviously, the third one doesn't even belong in the series. It's a piece of <laughs> shit, fucking knockoff, ripoff. I don't even know how they got the rights to the fucking title to make a sequel because it isn't a sequel, and it's like we said, fucking directed to fucking you know, VHS. No, directed to the dumpster, fucking you know, out back. So it's it's just one of those movies where it sucks. It doesn't. It, I don't even consider it. So the first two, though, first one's definitely solid. It's got fucking definitely holes in it, just like any other movie. But it doesn't matter. I love it. Second one, um, I I love that one too. But clearly, it's fucking. It's got bad problems. But I do I do like the idea. Yeah. How do you, how do you rate that second one, Dan? Because I I didn't I forgot what you said. Yeah, I would uh, the the sequel. Um, I would rate uh three. Yeah, three out of five for sure. Because it's one of those movies where I I do like the atmosphere and and all that stuff goes a long way. Yeah, the atmosphere went a long way. I, that was like a fucking typical, um, not typical horror movie, but that was just a, the perfect setting for a horror movie, dude. And to have him back and then have the twist at the end, dude. I really like that sequel, you know? And, and it has a couple problems in it here and there too, but oh my God, you know, I would rate that movie. I, I, first of all, I give it a point just on fucking Jennifer Love Hewitt's body alone, getting into that tanning bed. bed. Oh my God. So yeah, so that's, uh, that, those, those are my overall thoughts about the series. I wish it didn't end the way it did. I really wish that they did continue the story. If they're going to make one, you know, make it a legit one, and they didn't. So um, maybe they'll fucking resurrect it someday. I really hope that's not true. Cause I don't think it's going to be. I remember the movie that we're remaking oh. summers ago. I don't know. 
Yeah, what title can you give it? Jamie, what do you what did you rate uh, part two? I don't know. I haven't watched it recently enough to really judge it. Mm. I couldn't be mm. fair. I'm if I'm just going on what I thought the first time I saw it, then I thought it was pretty average. I didn't really have a whole lot against it. I didn't really think there was a whole lot going for it. It just sort of was like middle of the road. So I would probably say three. Yeah. What about her body though? Before she got in that tanning bed. Yeah. What do you give that body? Actually, I thought she looked good there. So. Oh. You know. Oh, she's not so... going to rate her. I could, <laughs> I could, dude, I could spend an hour on her before we even get to sex. <laughs> right? <laughs> Shit. You want a medal for that? <laughs> hey, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I'm just telling you my, my deep, dark secrets. So, I give uh, part two, I forgot to say when we did it, um, 2.5, and I give part three... What, what can you give like is, is what does zero mean? <laughs> it means it means I, I I'll always want to do uh, Traditionally, zero is fuck that movie. Okay, this fuck movie. that movie. Fuck that movie. That's the David and the one that David invented. The <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> well, I'll take that either way. So. <laughs> so that's that. We hope you enjoyed our retrospective. How many is this now, guys? We've done. Um, Let's go through. Friday 13th, Sleepaway Camp, Psycho, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, Hatchet, Jaws. Wow, that's a lot. Evil Dead. I don't know. We've done a shitload, though. Enough to where we're known as the fucking retro people. Whatever. (laughs) Hey, retro is in now, so. (laughs) Right? Exactly, motherfuckers. And check out our buddy Ryan Lewis and uh, Grave Shift Radio. He's doing a retrospective on the Hellraiser series. Check that out, guys. Uh, Grave Shift Radio. Uh, I'm not really exactly sure how to get there, but nope. just I'm sure you'll find it. Banana Laser guys, shout out to them. Fucking all the dudes in the Terror Dome. All them motherfuckers. Yeah. Anybody else? Yep. Banana Laser uh, is doing the Halloween retrospective this October. Aw, shit. So. Oh, um, I just put out an exorcist... Well, the Extravaganza with Gary from Cinema Beef, where we covered every single Exorcist film and Repossessed. And we had an interview with Eileen Dietz. So I think it's a lot of fun, and uh, you should check those out. Awesome. And uh, shout out to my boy, Cody Robinson, just because. And uh, thank you, Jonathan Orr. Everybody thinks you're whacked out for that, <laughs> that uh, little trivia. Nobody knew the answers, bro. So. Yeah, well, he has been very sweet to me since then. Um, it I think all, it feels bad. It was all good natured, and um, there's no, there are no hard feelings. There never, there never were. You know, I, I never had any issue with that. So, I mean, I never claimed to be the end all, be all about anything. So, I know where do you get that? Oh. So, yeah, uh, he's cool though. Thanks again, Jonathan, for contributing, and uh, <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> that's about it and we will see you in october guys what do we always say or what are we gonna start saying for now one something like play it bucket head <laughs> <laughs>